Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Well, that means the boys are live from main event. Come main hang out event, with what are we baby. doing at the main F event. What is G. up? You ever been here before? Uh, literally only once. Yeah. As you know, we used to be sponsored by Dave and Buster's. Yeah. And they got like a Biggie Tupac thing going on. I think it's the same <laughs> company, dog. I don't really know. Don't really know. Death Four, Row Records? 4040 Pan American <laughs> Freeway Northeast. Come hang out with your boys. Also, I'm not going to give the address to Main Event again. Everyone knows where Main Event is. It's right there on the freeway. Yeah. Also, it's just, uh, just right there. I have a big problem with using the word again. Whenever I say something. All right, so it's like this. If I'm like, main event again. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds too Irish. Event again. I don't like it. Main, Robert's back at the studio again. <laughs> yeah, never say that again. Not good at all. <laughs> Robert, well, you use it at the beginning of the sentence. Again, we are here at main event. Heads up, Robert. You are not sending our audio to ProView. So if you could fix that on your end, I'd be really appreciative. Got you. ProView Networks, we're live on Comcast Channel 26. Tune in to your boys. So we're in beautiful and Chris HD setup at the main event. A lot, a, of, a lot of natural light here coming in at main event yes. up, up front at the bar where we are. There are no more sunsets past 6 o'clock until March 13th. Not a fan. Not a fan. Daylight savings time starts this weekend. I just decided this year, this is the year I'm going to skip out on my seasonal depression. No, you are not. I'm just going to not have any this year. Just the way that the Houston Astros <laughs> had no offense yesterday? Kind of like that. It's the same. Or pitching. It's the same approach. <laughs> Run LMC broke my heart yesterday. They did not do well at all. The baseball game went so poorly last night that I tuned into the BS show. I was like, forget this baseball game. I'm watching Robert Buck D. Gibson and Jake Otero be super funny. And that was way better than watching your wow. Houston Astros. Wow. Well, I mean, I, I did both. Yeah, by the way, good show last night, Robert. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It was so good. <laughs> like the Houston Astros, which were so bad. It was so bad. They couldn't. No one would feed them. And then they couldn't play baseball. And then they gave Lance McCullers. Who you? He's going to set World Series records. He sure as crap did. He gave up five dingers. That's so many dingers. He gave up more runs last game than he gave up his past eight starts. He gave up more home runs in one game than he has this season. Oh, gosh. They're figured out. It was the biggest choke job. In the history of the World Series. He was tipping his pitches of the bullpen warming up. He was tipping his pitches as he ran out to the mound. He's tipping his pitches as he's getting his waistline and his hat inspected. Oh God. He was tipping he, his, he was tipping his pitches in two different ways oh. that I could see live on television. Oh god. He went down to the Bennigans again. He was tipping waitresses there. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks so bad. I got to take a drink of this Shirley Temple yeah. that was, I just got at main event. Was he on a scale? Mm -hmm. 
He definitely tipped the scale. He was tipping the scale. <laughs> <laughs> if he was yeah. in a canoe, yeah. he'd end up in the water. I'm sure. It's <laughs> so bad. It was so bad. Oh God! And the Houston fan is watching, and they're like, "We don't deserve this," and they 100% do. No one deserves it more than Houston fan. They're they're just they're just toxic and awful. Oh gosh! And we this, have a lovely, oh. wonderful fan base. Oh God! Don't equate the cheaters of five years uh-huh. ago on the lovely Houston Astros fans, <sighs> which there are still many of us, despite the constant hate from the sports and baseball and, world. And Fox just keeps cutting to the crowd and zooming in to, to kids that were born post-2009 <laughs> that have never seen their team in, an, in a World Series effort, and they're smiling, and they're so happy, and, and the fanatic is there, and people are, Yo, the fanatic, let's go! <laughs> and, then, yeah. and they go to the dugout of the Astros, and they pan across it, and it looks like the faces in Saving Private Ryan when they're exiting the boats at the beach of Normandy, and they're just so scared and deprived and sad. And it's super Steven Spielberg. It's like, okay, guys, here's the energy. It's like if Lance McCullers has given up five over. <laughs> <laughs> You done? You done? <laughs> no, I got three hours right, over. Keep, keep it's going to be a long day for you, man. It's going to be a long oh, day. Oh, man. Oh, it's going to be a long couple hours until the next game starts <laughs> and the Astros even out the series, take back home field advantage, the Eagles, and go back to Houston to win the World Series. The Eagles beat the Texans 7-0 at home. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a football score, 7-0. Oh, okay. I your Astros sucks so bad, Robert. It was rough. Robert, save me. I can't I can't sit next to Van right now. First time he's been back in studio in two weeks because he's been catching a perennial hell getting bookend COVID positivity test. There's no positivity in the what, world of Houston. Wait right a minute. We didn't, that a sl- we didn't even welcome Van uh, back. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> hold it in. Welcome. Thank you. Good to be back, Robert. Appreciate you, brother. 505-246. Take this microphone away from me and welcome back, Van. Oh, welcome back, Van, again. <laughs> it, was, it was a rough night last night. My, my baseball season has been bookended by COVID. I go two and a half friggin' years and don't get sick. And then the day before opening day, I get COVID. I have to cancel a 100-person party at my house. No, I don't care. And then I go all season. And then the week before the World Series, I get friggin' COVID again. And now I gotta watch Game Three, Robert. Just torture. If me and you, Robert, are like looking at sports, and a team is like, like, oh, okay, that guy went on the COVID list again. That what are they covering up? That's a <laughs> lie. He just had COVID. Oh, Robert, help me, my guy. This oh, is just man. Oh, God, man, it's gonna be a long day my, for you. My COVID's. Oh, I could take it. <laughs> luckily, luckily, my Houston baseball Astros have been in the American League Championship Series. Six straight years. <laughs> Lost everything. Unlike, unlike those loser St. Louis Cardinals. Super losers. When they're geriatric retired players. Can't oh, even get them gosh. into the playoffs. Yeah, we got to, got to watch that wave <laughs> crash into the beautiful retirement beach. And left Albert Pujols there and Yadier Molina. And Adam Wainwright's come back. I don't know if you boys saw that. That's not really breaking news. But oh, Last night I'm watching baseball. We finished the show. We're all at our home studios yesterday because Van – COVID. The Corvids. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna turn on I'm gonna turn the volume up on the game. 
and it's the Spanish Channel van. I'm actually I accidentally tuned into Fox Deportes. Okay. Oh. And they, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, they kept saying. You ever watch the baseball game in Spanish? I, I well, I couldn't hear. What, I didn't understand what they were saying, but I knew they were saying the Astros sucked. No, 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 <laughs> Digo no. Digo no Sucky Odo. Oh, God, they're so bad. Robert, how was the BS show last night? Did you get to watch any baseball? No, and I didn't need to. I, I just saw the <laughs> score on my phone, and I was like, well, this is pretty much over. <laughs> two, two rip. I was like, hey, I was like, two rip. When it was two nothing and Bryce Harper hit the laces off of that baseball. Oh, gosh. I was like, this is fine. <laughs> Bryce, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's going to eat no matter what. We got this game. Lance McCullers Jr. Mm-mm. has been lights out for three straight months. <laughs> he is absolutely, excuse me, two straight months. He is absolutely killing it. None of those months Offense is going to bounce back. <laughs> and I was like, ugh. You know what Bryce Harper was? He's like, all right, you know what? All right, so you know in pro wrestling when there's like a back and forth, you know? But then, like, Hulk Hogan starts hulking up before he, like, finishes you off. That was Bryce Harper. He was hulking up the Phillies with that two-run one. And everyone else was like, well, if he gets super hulked, then we're going to fall. What's the name of the dude that does the scissors with the hair? Uh, Tuckman Mosh. He's very good. He's <laughs> insanely good. Oh, uh, uh, And, of course, there's highlights of this ass-whipping all around me right now as we were at the <laughs> bar at the main event. And I just got PTSD because uh, they keep showing Phillies homer after Phillies homer. After Philly's homer, <laughs> and then they hit two more homers. I like how Bryce Harper was just telling all of his teammates, he's pitching this way. Hit it. Yes. <laughs> I, after the second inning, I could have told you what was coming. Oh. It was obvious what he was doing. Fastball, he was tucking his knee back, and he's putting his glove behind his head. And then curveballs and sliders, he's bringing his knee straight up. It's almost like the Phillies – had a trash can in their dugout because they knew exactly what pitch was well, coming. They didn't have to have a trash can in their dugout because there was a trash can on the mound for Houston. <laughs> a pile of garbage. Oh, gosh. It was so bad. It was I, it was the worst World Series game I had ever seen. I had people calling and texting me asking welfare about checks. the state of my mental health. These are welfare checks. Yes. I called 242 cops. I was like, go. I was like, go. I was like, go check on I was like, man. I was like, listen, go check. Thank God they play seven games in this series. This, uh, no, 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 they will not. They're gonna play five. <laughs> we, got, we should do. We should now. We got to do a mental health check because I don't think he's thinking yes. right over there. No, they're wearing the powder blues tonight. That's a win. When you put on the powder blues, you win. Nah, you don't. Oh God! Tell that to Tug McGraw. Hey. Astros are going to face elimination in game five. They're like, like I think we'll just send Verlander out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Cy Young Award winner, Justin Verlander? Did he win it this year? He's going to. No, he is not. He's so bad. He's an overwhelming favorite for Cy Young. Oh, gosh. <laughs> One bad game bounce, bounces back. Hey, I do have a sad thing to mention. Uh-oh. Astros win games four and five and six. No, no, no. What's this cat's name that uh, had his career ruined last night? Lance McCulver's? Run LMC. He is done for forever. No, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. He, not. Yeah, he is. You turn on. Yeah, he, yeah, is. he is. No, he's not. 100%. You know he's what? already won two game sevens in the playoffs. No, you know he's what this is. battle tested. You know what this he is. He had one bad night. He was tipping his pitches. <laughs> the pitching coach didn't catch on to it. 
didn't tell him, and the Phillies took advantage of it. No, this Robert, is, you were saying? He's going to turn into Chuck Knobloch. He, he is done. Uh-huh. Done. No. He's super done. Lance he, don't scare. He's, he is a baller. He will be right back. He is a level of done that is embarrassing. Not only will he never be competitive again, he'll definitely never win a game. And, like, I'm watching Sports Center is literally on right now at main event as we're here hanging out with Katie Bone and her family for this JDRF event that's going on. It's a little trivia. It's a little hangout thing. Uh, we'll go over all the details at length whenever Katie joins us later in the program. But as we're here tonight, the thing that's interesting is I'm watching Sports Center is they're showing still photos of McCulver's glove up and down as he's got one in his belt loop. He's got yeah. one in his belly button. He's got one at the tit. It's embarrassing. It's He'll never ever mentally get past that. He just beat he, he beat his second Tommy John surgery. He was on fire the second half of the season. He treats Lance Tommy McCullers John is fine. He treats Tommy John like you treat COVID. Oh, get ouch! Get it twice. <laughs> get it twice. Oh. At least he didn't get it six months apart. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's like the sec the second that my body built up antibodies for COVID, oh. and that that threshold dropped off the cliff. I got COVID the very next day. <laughs> what time is first pitch tonight? I'm the J-Lo of COVID. Robert, are you doing anything <laughs> after the show tonight? Will you come down to main event and also do stand-up comedy and with the backdrop of the Houston Astros <laughs> just so I can just laugh continuously for the entirety of the night? Well, I would die. All I would have to do is just put the microphone to the speaker. That's it. That's all you'd have to do. That's yeah. it. Oh, gosh. Also, oh, oh no. There's no way if I'm an Astros fan – there is no way, boys, that I'm traveling to Philadelphia. Do you know how Phillies fans are? Phillies fans bust out the window, and the Houston Astros bust. Phillies fan wouldn't serve pregame meals to the Houston Astros. I'm not about hey. to go and subjectify myself to that berating. In Philadelphia's defense, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> what the hell were the Astros thinking ordering food from a staple in Philadelphia. Oh, God. Order out at Chili's. Go to a national chain where you know they won't mess with your food. <sighs> Philly's fan? No, they should have brought sack lunches. I'm surprised lunches. they just didn't deliver. Yeah, that's what they should have Sack lunches. <laughs> you can't trust anything in Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> what, Houston, what Houston's known for having 10,000 restaurants, right? That's like their thing. That's like one of their trademark things. There's no food about Houston that is specific or unique. The Houston Astros can have Wendy's. They'll be fine. They'll be mm-hmm. fine. Yep. Yes. Order a chain. Don't order from a Philadelphia establishment who you just have to assume that they're going to mess with your food. Well, they didn't mess with their food. They just didn't deliver it. It's genius. All right. So Kudos to them. According to the internet, Cajun crawfish is the Viet Cajun crawfish is the big Houston specialty food. I've never even heard of that. They stole well, I mean, that from three- New Orleans. Of course they did. All Tex-Mex stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, it's all Tex-Mex and barbecue there. A lot of seafood. A lot of seafood. But nothing unique or fun. No, nothing unique or fun out of Houston. Let's go back. All right, let's go to break. Whenever we get back, actually, let's do this. Season Chavez is here. She's the president of Wise Choice Foods. Uh, She's supposed to join us at 430. Let's try to squeeze her in so she doesn't have to wait around. Yeah. We'll come back and we'll talk about what Wise Pies is doing as they have a cool initiative with Make a Wish. And we're excited to laugh with this. i got to stop laughing about your Houston Astros. Keep it coming. They're so bad. 
First pitch, 6-0-3, going to even out the series. Two men on live from the mobile John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA Center in Mexico. Lunches, boys, we have those at 6-6 Diner. The weekend is for New Mexico's Vodka, Teller Vodka. And Monday nights, the boys are over at Howie's Sports Page, 12500 Montgomery Boulevard, Northeast. Come hang out with us as we watch Monday Night Football. And uh, we'll, we'll World Series Baseball be over at that time, so I'm going to try to squeeze Monday Night Raw in on some other TVs. That's my plan. It's Wednesday. No matter what, the World Series will be over by Monday. If oh, it goes to seven. Next Monday? Game seven Sunday anyways. Hey, Robert, Van Which had COVID. Which Monday are you talking Van about? Van had COVID he, so long. Yeah, he's messed up. He forgot. Up. <laughs> he, don't, he can't even do days. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. I'm not sure what energy you're about right now, Robert, but I'm also about it. <laughs> Season Chavez, president, Wise Spice Pizza. Hey, this is great. How are you, friend? How's your world? My world's amazing. Um, we've just launched a, an amazing collaboration with the Make-A-Wish Foundation and our brand, Wise Spice Pizza. Yep. Um, it's our first dessert pizza. It launched yesterday nationally with walmart and in 30 you ever heard of them they own walmart <laughs> those are the guys that own the broncos they own the broncos <laughs> oh, okay. own oh the that's Bronco. right they do own the broncos yeah. now uh, so 3100 locations what? and um, it's a limited time offering so you gotta go get it quick because it will sell out it's holiday a, season only only it ends december 24th that is crazy. I'm looking at pictures of it right now, and I'm just salivating. It looks so fun. Right, I'm going to describe it. I'm going to describe this. All right, so it's a dessert pizza. <laughs> it is a dessert right, so pizza. Wise Pies, who everyone's familiar with. Like, I mean, that's uh-huh. like that's the staple here in town. So you guys with Make-A-Wish and Walmart have created a cinnamon apple drizzled dessert pizza. And I'm going to describe it to you, Robert, and you're not going to be able to handle this, okay? Mm, I'm already. So oh. the- <laughs> See? See, Robert? <laughs> so the, the crust is... Like a traditional like cinnamon crust thing. It's a cinnamon-infused stone-fired crust. Oh, thank you. Ooh. It has a cinnamon sugar sauce, mm. diced gala apples, and it comes with a, a vanilla icing packet. So after you cook it and you let it cool for just a minute or so, you can draw a design on it. You can do a star, a Aww. heart, before you yeah. slice it up and share it with your friends or family. Season, what's this, this thing's got to cost a million dollars. What does this thing cost? Six ninety-eight. Okay. Just Easy. giving it away. That's easy. And a dollar from each one goes back to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So, and, and if, if you don't know what the Make-A-Wish Foundation does, they give back to, or they grant wishes yeah. to children who are experiencing critical illness. Uh-huh. And it creates this level of hope and joy that really supports them um, in a positive way on their medical journey. So, so we're, I've, I've had COVID twice this year. When do I get to meet John Cena? <laughs> and he makes a lot of wishes, doesn't he? He set the record, right? 600, the 650 of them. Oh, I knew you'd know the exact number. <laughs> the most. The most of any celebrity. Yeah. That's a that's like a if you're gonna like put a benchmark out there into the world, isn't that the one? I I agree. You know, my I'm on the board here of the Make Wish Foundation in New Mexico, and my brother was a wish recipient when he oh, was 12. Great. He had a rare form of cancer. I saw the transformation that happened from these wishes. It does. It just it gives them this level of hope and joy that they may have not had otherwise. 
So this will be obviously here at our local Walmart. Is it also at our local Wives Pies? Is it also like, does it exist in that way? Does it not? How does that work? So Wives Pies is only available as a frozen product now in retailers across the country. That's incredible to me. Um, We're known for our hatch, certified hatch green chili topped pizzas. Um, Again, those we've taken across the country as well. Um, But that's where you can find them is, and this is exclusive to Walmart. And then online, obviously, all the information is available, uh, including you got some giveaways, you got some fun events going on related to this. Is so you could sell a million of them. Is that a real number? We could sell a million yeah. of them. Does it work that way though? Is it is it is that a strong possibility, or, or what is like the realistic goal? What is the realistic walk away make a wish goal? The realistic goal for our first year is yeah. three hundred thousand. We're proving. Uh, we're proving a program right now yeah. because it's the first year, and we're going to be opening it to retailers across the country next year um, beyond Walmart. So you'll be able to find them at other other brands. Um, and we're looking at introducing an additional flavor profile. We're toying with a pumpkin spice Ooh. dessert pizza or a s'mores dessert pizza, something you know that that people the flavor fro- profiles that people love to eat. So. Um, yeah, this is gonna this is gonna get bigger and bigger every year. It's, but it's gonna be like Girl Scout cookies. You can only get them yeah. a limited time, you know, one time a year. What What was the inspiration for doing a specifically dessert pizza and in doing the frozen method instead of doing it just here in Albuquerque? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we were in a board meeting in January and. We were talking about national partnerships. Uh, Make-A-Wish has done a few of these. They've done them with Keebler cookies. They've done it with Caribou Coffee, and they had a special Wish Blend coffee. And Good company. I, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And I thought, you know what? We can do something on the national level. And so we started brainstorming internally, decided we were going to move forward. We reached out to our co-packer. We did some R&D. And by Valentine's Day, we knew we were going to move forward. We called Make-A-Wish America. They were on board. And then we worked with Walmart to get them um, to support us with distribution. And it just kept rolling. Locally, <coughs> excuse me as I'm getting a little choked up. Locally speaking with Make-A-Wish, um, we have a very good friend who's also strongly involved with Make-A-Wish. Uh, our friend Aaron Chisholm at Chisholm. Sure. Yes, I love Aaron. Who's mm-hmm. helped us do a lot of things professionally and personally. Uh, what is going on here in Albuquerque? What is, what is a way that people can give and contribute here in Albuquerque that uh, helps recipients of Make-A-Wish? Absolutely. Um, the the first way they can contribute is they can go to the Make-A-Wish website mm-hmm. and donate. Just direct donations really allow the chapters to put the money where it's best used. They're very, very good at developing partnerships with brands to get a lot of in-kind donations to make the dollar go further. But then there are some times that wishes, specialty wishes, you know, if it has to do with a child's mobility, um, things that just have a higher price tag on them to really get those wishes granted. That's the first thing. Um, They also do volunteer classes, so you can go get training to support the actual wish event where you do the wish reveals for kids, which... If you've never been to a wish reveal, you need to go. Oh it's, my. it's We'd love to. There's not a dry eye in the house. Um, and, and we do them all the time. So just get involved. Go to the website. Um, look at the volunteer opportunities. Donate. Um, there's there's a ton of ways you can support it. What, what are the two? I, I, Disney's got to be a big one, right? That's got to be a big one. Yes. And Disney then, is huge. That's a huge one. Yes. But then sports has to be like number two, right? You know, 
the sports teams around the country are so great with the chapters. Mm -hmm. They work with them on wishes, on celebrity meet and greets. Even during COVID, they did um, Zoom meet and greets, which aren't as great as in person, but they figured out a way to make sure they could still grant those wishes. Love everything about that. You want to, any kids want to meet Orbit? I know, I know Orbit personally. <laughs> Can be done. Yeah. <laughs> Me, Fred, Orbit. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Uh, if well, anybody, three and one. Yeah. If anybody has a low enough bar to want to meet me and Fred, yeah. we're, we're in. We would and, love to volunteer it, our time. If, if they're like teeter-tottering, I think we could get a hot air balloon. Yes. So, yeah. So, yes. we could all get in one hot. I would freak out. Oh, that would be I so would not Have you ever been in a balloon? Of course not. Okay. You've never been in a balloon? He doesn't oh go upstairs. It's great. You would love it. <laughs> It's great. You, it's you very calming. Recently? Yes, it's very calming. Once you're up, you're just you're in the sky, and it's calm, and there's some clarity See, that you get. No, I agree completely. Right. I thought it was a beautiful experience. It is. It's amazing. Season. There's wind here. <laughs> <laughs> well, they won't go up if there's wind. No, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. It just comes out of nowhere. They check all those things. Yeah. They text Steve Stucker. Robert. And they're like, yeah. good to go. go, brother. He what? shows up in his balloon hat. <laughs> yeah. Robert, you ever been in a hot air balloon? Nope, and don't plan on it. No, because you're <laughs> also sane. I'll, I'll be down Season. there waving at you guys. Season Chavez, Wise Choice Foods, President, joining us talking about their partnership with Walmart and Make-A-Wish. What did we miss? We said it was six ninety eight. You can get the dessert, pizza, 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 pizza pies, pie dessert. Pizza. You can get it. At dessert the Walmart pizza. dessert pizza sure. for six ninety eight, one dollar from every purchase goes towards Make a Wish. That's it. And then Walmart will do like a real fun, like oversized check presentation. It'll be that whole thing. And actually, um, Walmart is our distribution partner. The check comes directly from Wise Pies Pizza. Oh heck yeah! All right. Yes. Oh, I'm like super jealous of how cool this is. It's it really is a it's a, one of those lightning in a bottle opportunities that happens once in your lifetime, where I, I say the stars aligned and it you know. Make-A-Wish stars. It, it, yeah. it just oh, really nice. did. Everything aligned. It, it means that it was supposed to happen. It means we were on the right track to do this, and we're going to continue doing it. So every single Walmart, even San Mateo and Zuni. Yes. Even that one? Yes. So that's literally everywhere. That's all of them. That's, that's all of them. And if you want to double-check, there's a there's a Wish Pie Finder <laughs> on the website. You can put in your zip code and double-check. Your role with Make-A-Wish, uh, obviously we've been talking a lot about Wise Choice Pizza. We've been talking about your professional aspect. But the, the Make-A-Wish, your, your what role, your what job title, and how does that impact the community? I'm on the board yeah. um, for the Make-A-Wish Foundation here in New Mexico. Um, you know, we really support the team that coordinates the actual wishes. We support helping find a lot of the in-kind contributions, finding people that can construct playgrounds or volunteers that can come out and, and do a, you know, a room makeover. Um, really we, we, we help connect the wishes to, to getting to the, the end result. Excellent. Um, we're, we're big in fundraising. You know, we really try to get out there in the community and support the fundraising efforts and, um, to support that team, and they, they work tirelessly to make sure these kids are taken care of. Wisepiespizzas.com slash wishpies is where you can get all the information on this or just go down to your Walmart. It's there today. It's there today. It was there yesterday. It's on the end cap, easy to find. All right. Yeah. That's a, Hey, you don't know much about like grocery stores because you're so hipster and vegan and you only go to bodegas? <laughs> yes, sprouts and Whole Foods, yeah. farmer's but markets. The end cap is prime real estate. Oh, yeah. It is clean label. It's got a ton of sugar, but it is clean label. Oh, we only use natural ingredients, 
in all of our products. Well, so it looks amazing. I'm going to 100% try one. It's great. Maybe as soon as today on the way home. Well, no, new plan. I'm, Let's grab one. Robert, we're going to get one for tomorrow. We need it on air. Well, I'm going to deliver oh. some to you guys. Oh, so. We'll get an address from you later, and we'll deliver a bunch of wish pies to you guys. Love that. And do a wish challenge. So we're doing yep. this contest. It's called the Wish Pie Challenge. Do something cool, whatever inspires you with the box or the pizza or who you're sharing it with. Take a picture. Take a video. Do, do a dance. Uh, put a hashtag Wish Pie Challenge on there, and um, we're really trying to get the community behind it to really show how this inspires and them. And you're, you're picking three winners from that initiative, mm -hmm. uh, so you can get – you can get some cool stuff, speakers, Bluetooth speakers, phone chargers, T-shirts, swag stuff, all the way up to uh, $1,000 gift cards and some brand champion awards and some other cool stuff. Uh, so yeah. Super yeah. neat, super fun. Season Chavez, thank you so very much, friend. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks this, for having me. This was lovely. Thank you. You know my favorite thing about having guests is hmm. when they're on time. Oh, I love it. Not Did only I, on time, but early. 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 Yep. I was early. Yeah. How long have you been here in Albuquerque? 15 years. Same, exact. Mm -hmm. Are you used to people never being on time yet? Is yes. It, it, like, it still drives me crazy. It, it, well, and I, I start to pick up the habit from time to time. Yeah. But it's just because you try to squeeze so much into your day, sometimes it, it happens. Well, now that the sun sets at 5.59 every day. Everyone's like, at home uh, by oh then. Oh, my God, I hate it so much. <laughs> it's the worst thing of all time. Whenever we get back, we're going to return to me making fun of Van and his Houston Astros, and I can't wait for that. 2-2 series after today. It's not. It's over for them. <laughs> they don't have a chance. Season Chavez, thank you so very much. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. My bad, Rob. Are we back? Yes, sir. Are we live, though? That's the question. Very live. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes we get caught up. You know how it is. Yeah. We're at main event today. Hanging out, we're doing a very fun game night with Katie Bone and JDRF, and we'll have some representatives on in a little bit to talk about what's going on with the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, talk about some fundraising efforts, talk about what's going on in Katie Bone's life, of course, American Ninja Warrior and everything that's associated with that. So we're very excited to, uh, to talk to a Type 1 hero. I mean, I don't know how else to say that. So. That's a really neat way of saying that. Is that not what you would have said? A Type 1 hero? Just a Type 1 hero. Just a hero. Oh, I like that a lot. Robert. Yes. This Wise Pies dessert pizza. I, I wanted to say something about this. So she, she said the goal is 300000 Yeah. If it's as good as, it, as she described it, I'll knock out like 150000 myself. <laughs> Six ninety eight a pop. That's so cheap. And it's a pizza. Like, can you imagine, like, like that's what dessert costs? Right. Like, in my, in my dating app days, I would have been like, this is a prime way to end an evening. Like, this is, hey, you got to try this thing. We got to go back to my house. Yeah. Hey, that cup of coffee? Oh, my gosh. Put a little ice cream scoop on it? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. That's next level right there. You already know. So, anyway, a big thank you to Susan Chavez. She's insanely nice. We've been bumping around town for a little bit. She, um, she, we're tied into a lot of the same circles. So, I was at Graphic Connection. By the way, Graphic Connection, Scott Cregan. My T-shirt, our T-shirts apparently are today. I didn't check my email. Oh, Ooh. I forgot to say that, boys. Pull up my email right now on air. This is not the best radio of all time. Okay, it, I don't have an email saying it's done, but they were supposed to be in today, so we should have those by week's end if all goes well. That is super exciting. So it right. is strong design work, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we put work into that thing. When we say we, we mean mostly you, and, a, and then my next level taste. 
Well, when I say we, everyone knows that's the ratio of everything we do professionally. <laughs> and now that Robert's here, it's like it's like 80% Fred, like 15% Robert, 5% Van. The last couple of weeks, close to zero because I had the Corvids again. That's So Robert and I were talking off air. We have strong belief that you never had COVID either time. And you were just, <laughs> I just hate <laughs> Hey, guys, I need six days off. Yeah, I, um, I'm going to do some stuff I don't want to talk about with anyone. And we're like, we're like, what kind of stuff? You're like, no, it's COVID. Oh, okay. That's- hey, you know how we're busier than we've ever been and we're experiencing success due to all of our hard work over the last few years? And on top of that, I'm selling my house and moving out, and I don't have time to get sick? I think I'll be sick this week. Well, also, to be fair with your approach <laughs> to, be fair. With oh, your approach to life, you just can't push everything off all the time because whenever you do get sick, it gets done. So hear me out. If you would have bought from Aaron Chisholm and Chisholm Trail RV an RV months ago, you would already be living in a sick, like, mobile den, and you wouldn't have had any of these stresses except for, like, like where to dump the food. <laughs> 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 couldn't get to Look, oh, if God. I was living in an RV, I wouldn't have Mobile a place. I wouldn't have a place to burn all my Astros jerseys <laughs> like I can in my big backyard that I have right now for a couple more weeks. Oh shoot, they're so bad. Are you like low key scared of first pitch tonight? No, God no. You're not. You're being I serious. St- I still think my team is going to win the series. They are not. The Houston Astros are better in every facet of the game except for the facet of having Bryce Harper, and they did lose their pitching coach last year. So there's no way that this would have happened under Brent Strom's, on Brent Strom's watch. You he, just, he would have noticed the tipping and got rid of it. You just but brought here up we are. the name of a guy that no one listening to this show has ever heard of. <laughs> He's I, the best pitching coach in all of baseball. I thought he said Bram Stroker. I was like, what, is that a new Dracula coming out or what? Yeah, what is that? Is he is that? <laughs> I will let Bram Stroker suck blood from my neck if the Astros win the series. I will be willing to make a lot of deals that I would not otherwise. We're at Howie's Sports page on Monday night. Robert and I, not you, because it was invite only. And Ouch. That's not what as, it was. <laughs> as Ouch. We're, as we're there, uh, like, there's a lot of Halloween costumes, right? And me and Robert start the conversation on what is the crappiest traditional like Halloween monster, right? So to me... I thought it was the mummy. I think a mummy is Everybody's Egyptian. got toilet paper. Yeah, that's not impressive. No, I don't mean the costume proper. No. I mean the actual oh, the worst like monster. The, the yeah, character. the mythical yeah. presence. Okay. Not like Brendan Fraser's mummy, but like the old school, like cartoony mummy. Why did you not call it All of Dwayne them. the Rock Johnson's Scorpion King? No, that was like a, a, no. a sequel. Yeah, that's, the, that's or part is that two. a prequel. That's part two. Yeah, it's, it's very good. Also, he's in the first one. I mean, I don't know why we're being like this. So. Is he really? No, he's not. Yeah, he's like part of the, there's like a cutscene thing, and that's why, the, that's why the Scorpion King even exists at all. Oh. Right? You too? I don't watch movies with wrestlers. It's, oh, that's, all, that's all I watch. <laughs> They're horrible actors. You know, it's, you remember when we were kids, and it was like only Hulk Hogan would be in a couple of them? And you were like, oh, there's like another Hulk Hogan wrestling movie. All movies now have wrestlers in them. Like all of the movies. None that I've seen. You're seeing the wrong movies. I've seen movies about wrestlers with no wrestlers in it. That's not true. The mo- the name of the movie is The Wrestler. That was wrestler. Yeah, with Mickey in Rourke. There. Yeah, he's there not a wrestler. Rest- 
Yeah, no. but there were wrestlers there in were that. There were wrestlers Who in that. Who was the wrestler? The cat was in it. Yep. Cats don't wrestle. Oh. <laughs> we don't have enough time to tell them who cat is. No, you're making me very upset right now. <laughs> I, I can don't tell. know anybody. I can tell. How would I know? I didn't even know who our Halloween costume was. I'm as upset. And I bought all the accoutrement. I'm as upset right now as you were last night and will be tonight whenever the Houston Astros catch more L's. Christian Javier. You know, I'm going to go to Bodog right now. Who is or that? Does uh, Sandia, did one of the casinos have a an app or something so I can put money on Christian Javier throwing a no-hitter? Because the Phillies blew their wad yesterday. No. They got all their hits out. They got all their home runs out. Wad they don't cash. have anything left for the rest of the series. It's going to be smooth sailing the next three games for the Astros. The superior team will rise like the Phoenix, just like me in COVID. Smooth sailing. Christian Javier. Christian Javier. Let's see here. Complete game shutout. They break up the no-hitter in the eighth inning. That's my prediction. That's not. First of all, it's not a no-hitter if it gets broke up. I changed my mind (laughs) mid-sentence. That's that's where the money's going? It's a complete game shutout, just not a no-hitter. Because they got to get at least one hit. They're at home. Game night with Katie Bone <laughs> is starting to fill out here at Main Event. We will grab one whenever we get back from that one. We're going to see exact. We're going to see. We're going to preview the World Series a little bit more tonight, and then in hour two, we're going to transition over heavily to the Washington Commanders. I want to hit on the Nets, boys, but we're in kind of like a fun family environment right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my energy is off on it a little bit because okay. I have not come back to it's OK. Dark. Dark. Yeah. Also, um, Audrey Dahlgren is going to join us tomorrow, and I'm very excited about this. She covers Michigan State. She is a long friend of mine, contributor to the program, has been on many times before. She will be with us tomorrow, and we will talk <laughs> about everything that's going on in Michigan State. Four more players suspended today, up to eight. Um, I believe off the record, the understanding is that will be the final, the suspensions, uh, but we will talk to her about that. And I don't think we are in a place to give – substantial analysis until we have her who hosts she hosts the coaches meeting every yeah. week oh. she knows like she knows she dialed in so well anyways we'll make sure we touch on that i can't wait to hear 90 percent of the story that's kind of how oh. this game works <laughs> yeah no oh. doubt <laughs> like yeah. i i will get 100 percent of it off the air yeah and i will specifically be told what 10 percent cannot go to can't, the air can't say mm-hmm. anything and because i'm like such a fan a friend of the show like i will do my best to, like, low-key sprinkle it in over time, mm-hmm. like like a cryptic Bray Wyatt, t- like, tweet. I'll be like, you, like, can you figure this out? Also, you don't know what that means. I don't. No. Mm-mm. But that's what Is I Is that more wrestling it. stuff? It's always more wrestling oh, stuff. okay. I'm currently more into wrestling right now than I've ever been. Because it's better than it's, it's ever been. It's better than it's ever been. And you know this, how I know this? How's that? Because I hear you say it a lot. It's so good right now. I don't know that whatsoever. Two things in pop culture are better than they've ever been right now. Okay. Pro wrestling and Saturday and Night hip-hop. Live. Oh, okay. Saturday Night Live is better than it's ever been in this very current second. Oh, my God. Every generation is throwing spoons at their television right now because no one ever agrees with you. That's the most played-out, cliched argument that Saturday Night Live is worse than it ever has been. It's not. It's better than it's ever been. It is so good. It's it's the best weekend update ever. Ever. It's the best ensemble cast ever. Political commentary. The best actual acting on the show ever. And the mm. best political commentary ever. Whenever we get back, Katie Bone will join us. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Oh, my God. American Ninja Warrior and 
JDRF supporter, Katie Bone. Welcome to the show. Katie, how are you? I am great. Thank you. What's going on tonight? What's uh, what's the deal? Why are we a main event? Uh, we are having just a family-friendly game night for specifically to support people with type 1 diabetes and just bring the type 1 community together tonight and raise more um, awareness towards the disease. And then big picture of this one, Robert, which I don't know if you know, is it's really bringing JDRF back to Albuquerque. JDRF had a strong presence here in Albuquerque, really sure. up until COVID. Mm-hmm. And then they were absorbed by the Phoenix chapter, this little yeah. inside baseball. But now this is the rejuvenation of the Albuquerque chapter. This is kind of like the kickoff event. Yeah, I, I'm super excited and humbled to be in a position where I can bring the community kind of back together and hopefully continue to do this over the years. How did the relationship with main events start? Because this is a great place to have a party. I couldn't imagine a lot of better places no, where yeah. people would want to be on a Wednesday night having fun for a good cause. Uh, my mom, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she, she did a lot of that. If you were to race Robert in an American Ninja Warrior race, how bad would you beat him? Like, would he, would he ever stop crying? Like, what would the energy be around that? I may not beat him, you know. No, it's, no, it's you, very, you definitely would. I can would. sometimes do well at Ninja. <laughs> no, you definitely Ru- would. Ru- there, yeah. I haven't been doing Ninja much <laughs> since filming. I did. I took a couple months off Ninja, and then I went to Ninja a few times, like right before I had a Ninja competition. Yeah. Uh, I did not do well at that Ninja competition, <laughs> but that's okay. Hey, Robert, when's yeah. the, when have you ever Ninja'd? Uh, well, I was in the Marine Corps. That's what boot camp was. But that was so yeah. long ago. I would catch a cramp just thinking about it. I just caught a cramp now. <laughs> the only way Robert could beat Katie in any kind of physical activity is if he, like, legit cheated like my Houston Astros. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I could just see Robert, like, going up to the ninja course, like, before the event and, like, greasing the poles. Love it. And, like, unscrewing bearings and making Katie fall early. Still would Still lose. Still, Still would lose. lose. Nope. November is National <laughs> Diabetes Awareness Month, and November 14th is World Diabetes Day, yes. which is the world's largest diabetes awareness campaign, reaching over a billion people in more than 160 countries. And you are part of that, Katie. Obviously, yeah. you have a rich penetration through American Ninja Warrior. You, re- you reach a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Has that conversation transitioned from Ninja Warrior to primarily JDRF at this point, or are you still regularly having both conversations? Uh, I'm regularly having both. Yeah. I've still had a lot of interviews since all of the filming stuff, which has been incredible to just bring more awareness to this and ha- have a voice and be able to inspire people who have type 1. I always thought it would be really cool if I could be in this position, and I never thought that I would get to be this person for other people. So that has been incredible this year. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, Omnipod, one of your biggest sponsors of yes. your everything that you do and also this event tonight? So Omnipod ha- has, is a huge reason that this event is able to happen tonight. They are, they make my insulin pump, which is waterproof and has just made my life a lot easier and has made training and competing so much easier. And Dexcom, who made my continuous glucose monitor, was also a big part of tonight. Um, So I'm really grateful for both of them. They have been a huge support system this past year, especially with filming and all the social media and interview stuff. Um, So they've just made this last year and everything in my life easier. 
at 5 p.m. This party gets started, and that is for uh, that's for type one. That's early access. 5 p.m. is early access. Everyone come down. And then starting at 6.30, uh, we're open to the public. So we're having yes. a lot of fun. Obviously, we will be on the program till 7, and then we will hang out and do that thing. We are live at main event. Um, I don't know. Is there a cover? I don't know what the cover is. I have no idea. But to figure that out. But we'll have that one when we get back from the break, so I apologize for not having that on hand. Uh, what hey, is- there's already a line out the door. Like the VIP early access crowd is showing up on time. This is very un-Albuquerque of these Burqueños right here. Everyone's early. This place is rocking That's a good thing. Yes. As we call it game night, Katie, uh, what does that mean? What are you going to do? Are you going to bowl? Like, what's the plan? I cannot bowl. I'm really bad at that. Um, I can do ninja and climbing. That's about the extent of my skills. Can't do a lot else. It's no. I, I, okay. I saw you trip walking in here just in yeah. the parking lot. Yeah, I'm really good at that. <laughs> yeah, just I have a hard time walking. <laughs> Not really. don't really have to go. I can swing on things and do that, but I can't really walk. That's You've a, been doing great since I also won't run. <laughs> <laughs> That's, isn't that like a weird aspect of climbing, like the lack of running? Yeah. Like when I started Ninja, because I had already been climbing for a little bit, I could not do any lower body stuff. Like balance, no, I was not good on my feet gotten better thankfully but we're still still have a lot of progress that can be made tonight's event a main event is the first of what will be many for jdrf and and the, they will all include you katie and uh <laughs> i know we got a big run coming up in june we're excited about that we'll have a lot more information coming through i know van and i think are going to host some stuff so that'll be fun we'll laugh at that a lot we'll be here up until seven on the program We'll be here all night long hanging out doing games having fun watching the astros lose so if you and i <laughs> how dare you do you, do you want, we'll just find each other regularly and laugh at Van Perfect. as he watches his team. I think it's just me and that guy in the cowboy hat. I'm just assuming he's an Astros fan. <laughs> Katie, any final words on the event tonight before we let you go? Anything you want the friends of the show to know? Yeah, I can think of. Just come out. Come, have fun. Just come play. Come yeah. play. That's the whole thing. Support That's what it's the about. community. <laughs> 6.30, come hang out at the main event for yes. a great cause. Yes. Katie Bowen, you're the absolute best whenever we get back. We're going to touch on NFL talk, and then uh, the countdown is on till we watch a grown man cry in Van Nunley <laughs> as his baseball team loses tonight in Philadelphia. God, they're so good. I'm excited. <laughs> it's not going to happen. 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610, the sports animal. <laughs> All right, we're back live at main event, and we were just talking with Katie Bone, which is obviously a blast because she's super cool and fun and everything special. But we were talking to Katie Bone, who we sometimes forget because she's so athletic and publicly. She's 16. She's like a kid. So we said, Katie Bone, I don't have the note in front of me. What does it cost to get in here? So we brought in the heavy hit. We brought in Tammy Bone. Uh-huh. We, talk, we brought in the organizer. Pull that microphone a little bit down towards your mouth. Yeah. Tammy, all right. So talk to me. If you're, if you're type 1 diabetes, you're covered. You're in tonight. We got you VIP. Yes. Thanks so much to Omnipod, a very generous sponsor by the maker of Katie's Insulin Pump. All of those with type 1 diabetes, kids or adults, individuals, yeah. have their all-access pa- all passes completely paid yeah. for So what, will you just show up and show your pump? Is that how you get yeah, in? Yeah, you can come. You can show your devices. You can give us a tidbit. We trust you. Okay. Check in, and you are our guest tonight. Love it. And then if you're a friend of the show, I have it. So you, you directed me, so tell me if I'm correct here. All-access pass available to everyone for... Eighteen ninety-five plus tax. That's four hours. All you can play activities, wristbands, bowlings, gravity ropes, lasers. Every, you know what main event is. I'm not telling all the people, fun. All the fun. Yeah. A ten dollars fun card for video games. Two slices of za. Yep. Tammy. And all you can drink soft drinks. You got. You had me on that one. Tammy. Right. Give me I all know. the za. Heck I, of, I got no 
no's for this event. That's Every Everybody that I went to that said, hey, we have this idea, I heard yes, 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 yes. And so when I said we need money to be able to put this event on to really treat our type ones the way that we want to treat them, and Omnipod said count us in. We, you, you could do literally anything in this building for under $20, and they give you two slices of pizza. Right. <laughs> what is going on in the <laughs> world? The and meet be. Katie Bone. <laughs> yeah. And come. All of our type ones, um, thanks to both Omnipod and Dexcom, actually are being treated to some really fun goodie bags tonight. Oh, cool. So not only do they have their all-access passes, um, we have a whole bag of fun specifically for them. Obviously, we're recognizing National Diabetes Awareness Month. Tammy, you and I have talked off-air at length about uh, some of the success Van and I have had with JDRF Albuquerque historically before yes. COVID-19 uh, and how excited we were to kind of rebuild this friendship and relationship uh you're going to do the run like we're going to do the run with you we want to yes we want to bring the walk back we yeah. want to bring all the things back we want to connect our community we want to support jdrf because here's the deal at the end of the day we need a cure it's all about a cure it's about research it's about funding it's about management it's about a cure and so all of these things that we do to connect to build community to support our type ones and ultimately then to lead back to these events are all down that one singular focused path to a cure so can we bring back our cornhole tournament or what's up? The I've cornhole tournament. We have the cornhole bowl, the oh. cornhole boards. We have all the stuff. Okay. Yes, yes. Just that saying. was a blast. Wasn't Just it a blast? That was a rager. Yes. Just we had that was the best a lot time. of fun. Yes. Cannot and anytime you can have fun and raise money and support people in the community, it's a win-win. Love everything about that. Community-wide game night tonight, 630 to 830. Come down, friends of the show, hang out. We will be here. Um, so, obviously, you get to hang out with Katie Bone. You get to play all the games. But, and this is a fun added bonus, you get to watch Van have a meltdown as his Houston <laughs> Astros lose to the Phillies. Robert, are you going to race down here immediately after the program, like, what's like? Do you need me to just Facetime you all night? What's your plan? No, I'll be on two wheels on my Jeep, man. That's how fast I'll be okay. driving. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything about that. Tammy, anything we missed? But I know you got to go get to the party. The only thing that I want to talk about is we have limited edition Katie Bone T-shirts tonight yeah. that are yeah. printed in T1D blue. But here's the deal: because of our local sponsors, the cost of the T-shirts were covered. So all of the sales tonight from the T-shirts is going to go to a nonprofit called Pumped New Mexico, a local nonprofit that is designed to help kids cover the additional cost of insulin pumps that insurance does not cover. And so there are going to be kids after tonight that have insulin pumps because you walked away with a t-shirt tonight. That is amazing. Cool. I mean, so yeah, Robert, get your t-shirt. Robert, you a 2X? You want me to get you one? Yes. Absolutely. All right, 2X for Robert, X for me. And yeah. I think I already have the yellow version, but I'm excited for the blue yes, version. Yes, yes. And we have our nonprofit pumped here tonight that you can talk to. You can hear a little bit about the really incredible work that they're out to do. And so, yeah. Thanks for having all of us. Thanks for being here tonight. Thanks for having yeah. Katie. Thanks for we, having we'll me. We'll support anything you guys have yeah. going on. Now, we, we love you guys. We love your passion. We Thank love what you. you do for the community. Is, Thank you. Do you have Thank child you. small, though, for Van? Can I do. Get, okay. <laughs> it's an adult medium. medium. I have crop, crop tops, so that might be your oh, cup of tea. That's yeah. the oh, look yeah. there. Yeah. We have women's, we have men's, we have youth, we have crop tops. We um, want to make sure everyone walks away with what they want all tonight. Right, so what I'm doing is I'm just handing you my credit card <laughs> right now. And you, like, somebody come back with T-shirts for us. Uh -huh. Thank you all. T Tammy, you're the best. We're going to cut you loose and Thank get into you. a little bit of football talk. Thank you. How nice is she? Oh, my gosh. The best. Okay. I'm low-key jealous. I'm low-key jealous that I'm not helping people the way that Tammy is. Robert, is it days like this whenever you're, like, low-key mad that you're stuck at the studio? Yeah, I, I don't like looking at you guys on the screen, and I'm like, look at all the fun they're having. <laughs> There's a grip of people here, all of them rooting against the Houston Astros. And so. we don't know that for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Statistically. We could only assume. Statistically speaking, uh, lastly on tonight's event here, main event, the 
game night with Katie Bone. Check out katiebone.com. You can kind of get all the details. But the bottom line is it's less than 20 bucks. Come hang out. We're going to be doing this thing all night long. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. Uh, also from the texter, uh, yes, Van, your Astros. I mean, everyone's all over you, Van. Your Astros are terrible. They're in the World Series. You can't throw away, throw around words like terrible when they're in the World Series. They won over 100 games. They beat the hated Mariners and Yankees. That's not what the word terrible means. They got their ass whipped yesterday. Yes, I will give that to you. But that's not what terrible means. Without the universal DH, Robert, I don't know if you know this, Bryce Harper would not even be playing in this World Series. He has that torn UCL. His season would have ended in May. Therefore, the Phillies would not have been there. It would have been any other team in the world where the Astros might have had a chance. And now Kyle Schwarber, because... He's capable to play the field and not just DH. Is homered in every single series. He'll homer again tonight just because that makes perfect sense. And I can't believe that that implementation of the universal DH is literally making the biggest impact it could have made earlier. I thought it was going to be a little bit of like an afterthought for National League Baseball. I thought it wasn't going to be utilized and no. embraced with an American League approach like it has been. So the only like negative the negative banter that we heard about the universal DH was from like people older than us and people wider than us yeah, who just want to cling on to the baseball that they grew up with. Anybody who's young or anybody who cares about the action and having more fun in baseball is all on board for the universal DH. There would be no Bryce Harper this year. There would be no Albert Pujols this year. That's the one. That's literally the one. One of the greatest stories of this whole baseball season, the run that Albert Pujols went on to get to 700, if there's no DH, that doesn't exist. He retires in disgrace, a loser angel, (laughs) instead of getting a little bit of redemption on the loser Cardinals. Also, you're such a baseball guy. I can't believe you're not right now going, I wanted to see Lance McCullers go 0 for 3 from the plate as he gave up five home runs. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like watching pitchers mess up, sacrifice bunts in baseball. I'm glad it's gone. Good riddance. Welcome to the Universal DH. This is a perfect season to highlight how much better it is with the Universal DH. Robert, do you feel like home field advantage is lost in the National League because of the Universal DH? It's not like they have it's not like they have that. Um, hey, Houston's going to – well, and on their own, Houston was 0 for 8 with runners in scoring right. position to left everyone on base. Yeah. But it was rough. Robert, do you see that when, you're, when you are watching the games? Do you feel like – like, hey, this is even playing field, and it's that the National League Phillies are just better than the Astros? Yes, absolutely. Like, Van sees it, too. He just don't want to – he don't want to admit it. The Astros won 19 more games <laughs> than go. the Phillies. Every metric of being a baseball team, they are better than the Phillies. They're just down 2-1 in a seven-game series. I'm not freaking out. The Astros aren't freaking out. Everything is fine. Use more words. Yeah, that didn't, is, sound, that didn't sound convincing at all. That did not nothing, sound convincing nothing, at nothing all. Nothing is effed here, dude. <laughs> Everything is. Oh, gosh. Of course Philly's going to win one at home. they got to win one. Does but Bra- don't, don't be surprised when the Astros rip off three straight wins oh, in will be. dominant fashion because they got Christian oh. Javier, who's been lights out on the mound. And this sounds quite familiar because I said this yesterday about Lance McCullers, and I was oh so very wrong. 
But Christian Javier, who has also been lights out, and I tell you what, he's been throwing bullpens with his pitching coach to make sure that he does not tip off any of his pitches to lead on an onslaught of five more friggin' home runs and embarrass me and bring me to the point of tears. Don't be surprised when Saturday afternoon, because the Phillies sweep on Friday, that Bryce Harper is getting reparative surgery for his UCL so that he's ready for the World Baseball Classic. Because you know my Mormon boy don't drink, and he's just going to be ready to get in the box to represent Team America because he's the greatest baseball player in this country, and he single-handedly led the Phillies past the Astros for the World Series championship. Well, I mean, they didn't even need seven runs yesterday. They just needed the one. That's... <laughs> They just needed one run. Oh, gosh. Robert, hey, Robert hey, they did such a job on the Astros sluggers yesterday. Yeah. The one through five hitters, MVP Jose Altuve, ALCS MVP Jeremy Pena, all-world number two in baseball, Jordan Alvarez, Alex Bregman, Kyle Tucker, went one for 18 yesterday. One for 18 in a World Series game. They should be embarrassed. Oh, gosh. Also, in Houston's defense, they only gave up seven hits. But there were people on base, and they're all home runs. Yeah, they're all home runs. (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. Robert, do you have a guy, do you have, like, like one of those, where I grew up, it was, like, out of the back of, like, a trunk at, like, a parking lot. But, like, I think the game has changed. Do you have a guy that can give me, like, a $50 Bryce Harper jersey? Do you have that guy in your world? Because I need to get one look, for you, one for me, one for – I need to get two for Van, home look, and away. We we all have a guy. I'm going to tell yes. you his name. Vernon. Every Saturday. We, oh, Vernon is that guy. Vernon's the guy. Chop it up with <laughs> Vern K. Get your sports hot takes yes. and order a jersey. There you go. Oh, God. I, want the, I want all three of us to have powder blue Bryce Harper jerseys. And I want to wear them everywhere. I want to wear him like the champion that he's soon going to be. I want to wear him to to main event for JDRF functions. I want to wear it to a funeral. I want to wear it to a <laughs> wedding. I want to. I want to be. I want everyone to know that are, Bryce Harper is represented. Such a pathetic bandwagon boy. What? Every single <laughs> series of the playoffs. You should see this guy. I don't even know where you get all these jerseys from, but you got some bootleg <laughs> bodega. A friggin' <laughs> fairgrounds swap meet jersey from every team yeah. that the Astros play. It's a friggin' miracle. How do you pull this off? I just put a lot of planning into my fandom. Do <laughs> <laughs> you just have a jersey from every single team just to troll me in this situation? Yeah. Well, not just baseball, too, but like whoever the Packers are playing. But now I could just wear a Packers jersey because they're basically just playing against themselves. It is rough. They don't, Van, they don't care. Van, you know what? Dog noises. Van, you know what Fred oh. needs to own? You remember those old school, early 2000s jeans and, and jackets that had all the patches of all the teams? That's those what he needs. Those are sick. That's uh-huh. what he needs. Yeah. I would super wear that. <laughs> but I would leave the Astros off of it. You would take like, the I would Astros take- off. <laughs> <laughs> And replace it with an extra Cardinals. I get a seam ripper. I just be like, forget this one. A seam ripper? Is that what it's called when you take out? Have you been watching HGTV again? Oh, I was my a goodness. bit. All right, first of all, no. But I was a big Project Runway guy for a lot of years. Fred's picked up crocheting again, Albuquerque. I'm really you know, excited to see what he makes. So I've said this to you on air, and I'll say it again. 
You're not allowed to devalue my hobbies and interests. I don't make fun of your ratchet TV watching. Uh, I don't understand what you're talking about. Ratchet television? You only watch ratchet television. Uh, are you talking about the acclaimed hit series HBO's The Wire? Yeah, that's pretty ratchet, bro. That's pretty Do you ratchet. Feel the best show in the history of television? But it After is the ratchet. Astros, it's super ratchet. <laughs> After the Astros lose... Do you have to turn on a marathon of the wire just to get back to normal? Well, see, usually when somebody wins the silver medal, they're universally praised for what a great year they had yeah. and they're all of their accomplishments. But somehow when the Astros get second place, they're the worst team in the history of all modern sports. Is there a punchline to this? He's giving us facts. <laughs> No team in the history of baseball has gone to eight straight championship series. The Astros are very good. The Astros are so good. They're going to prove it tonight as young stud Christian Javier shuts down the hot bats of the Phillies. Look, the Phillies got too many home runs yesterday. They got it all out of their system. Not a real they should have saved some for the rest of the series because here on out, it's all Jordan Alvarez. Do you think they only know how to see tip pitches off one guy? Yeah, because he's the only one that's going to tip pitches. No. They, whoever, who's going tonight? What's his name? Christian Javier. All right, so victim Christian Javier is going to do the exact same thing, and Bryce Harper is going to say, boys, look at this. They will look at it. They will hit five home runs again. Lance McCullers will be erased from the record books. Because they're going to hit more home runs yes, than they did against Lance that's, McCullers? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's a stupid take. <laughs> 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 Washington Guardians talk whenever we get back. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. All right, we're back on the program. We're back at main event. Hanging out with JDRF all night. It's a little game night with Katie Bone. Come hang out with your boys. It's like 20 bucks starting at 630. You get unlimited everything, including <coughs> me and Van and Robert as soon as he gets here, bellied up to the bar watching the Houston Astros. Win. <laughs> so it's getting close man what the game time yeah i'm excited always got that buzz i've been so spoiled by my houston astros except for you know the cheating scandal like this sustained excellence that the astros have i'm not taking it for granted how great of baseball they're playing and how much fun this is knowing that they're going to be excellent 100 game winners every year and have a chance at a world series I do not take it for granted. Just like you and your Cardinals. Like, Cardinals used to be good a long time ago. And I, <laughs> and I know that you really enjoyed that run that they, they went on when they used to be good at playing baseball. So I know you get it. Dan Snyder has put the Washington <laughs> Guardians up for sale. Not really. But he reached out to Bank of America's, like, investment or uh, – feasibility study team. I don't know. What word do you guys want to use here to describe this thing? But they, they brought in Bank of America Securities to consider potential trade or sale transactions. There's two angles to it. I'm going to give you mine first, and you boys can give me yours. It's either Dan Snyder is tired of it and he's a quitter, just the way he claimed he would never change the team name, he claimed he would never sell, or number two, Jerry Jones really do have that much dirt. Yeah, but who's got more dirt? Who's going to win this dirt-on-dirt dirt battle? Who's got more bones in their closet? Is it Dan Snyder? Is it Jerry Jones? Is it 
anybody except for Shahid Khan. Like, who <laughs> – if Dan Snyder sells, to me, all that says is the dirt that they have on Dan Snyder, which a lot has already came out. He's already a garbage human. What he's what he's done and what he's allowed to happen on his watch and his organization, but if he's actually going to sell, that means there's going to be way worse stuff that he's done. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. This is just scratching the surface of what we know that he's done. So he's trying to he's trying to and, tuck his tail and, and get out of town. That's exactly what he's doing. And maybe when Dan Snyder said, like, oh, I got dirt on everybody. I, I hired private investigators to follow around all the other owners. That might have just been posturing. Because at first I thought, like, oh, man, he is out for war. Like, Dan Snyder, he might win this round. And you're saying, like, Dan Snyder's, like, like this big, like, exp- this, this dirt cannon that he had in everyone. It was actually Marvin the Martian when he shoots a ray gun. And just a little flag comes out that says, bam. Yes, exactly that. Now, Ooh, you know what? nothing whatsoever. You know what? I think it's even deeper than that. I think all of the owners co- came to this agreement. We're not going to leave. We're, gonna, we're not going to leak anything out on anyone. That's what we're going to. We're just going to, you know, you just go away quietly, sell the team. I won't say nothing about you. You won't say nothing about us. And let's just wash our hands of it. Because if, the, if everyone yeah, starts slinging they, mud, everyone's going to get dirty. Then once the ink dries on the cell of the team, we'll give you preferred stock in all of our businesses. Because, you know, all these owners are yep. billionaires. Like, the behind-the-scenes deals, like the, the back-alley handshake deals that all these owners do for each other, just moving money around. Well, like, If they just promise Dan Snyder, it's like, okay, uh, who, who, uh, the Waltons now. The Waltons are like, okay, we'll give you, like, uh, uh, one half of one percent stake of preferred stock of Walmart. If you just get the hell out of our hair, it'll end up being Jeff Bezos. It literally won't be anyone else to it'll, buy it. Yeah, and the thing that's most interesting about it being he is, if you remember, Dan Snyder bought out everyone else like a year ago, mm. so he's a hundred percent in the ownership. Now I think you can sell up to thirty percent before you're not like the owner is recognized by the NFL, and then you become like a collaboration or whatever um but there will be two different prices there'll be the price to sell 30 percent at a fake number ten dollars a percent and then there'll be if you sell the entire thing you know that's going to get up to fifteen dollars a percent or whatever because no one wants dan snyder involved correct right and bezos bezos will come in because right now he's a little bit losing that fame race that he's so thirsty for with the sell of Twitter to Elon Musk. Ah, mm-hmm. And he likes hanging out in billionaires clubs, and he likes being the most billionaire in a club, which he always is, obviously. But that will be he in the NFL. Like, all these old-school hashtag billionaires, they're now finding this new money in the Waltons or in what I assume will be Jeff Bezos. And it's going to be like a different game. It's going to be like a different everything. And, and I think this is perfect for Jeff Bezos because it's more of his billions and billions of dollars to waste on something that he doesn't need whatsoever instead of helping people. Jeff Bezos could be frigging Batman. He could, he could cure hunger. He could do so many great things with his money, but instead he just wasted on going to space for him and his friends can take sexy well, carnival rides that, up into the atmosphere. Well, I, or buy a frigging football team, which he doesn't need to do. And he's just slowly slipping 
into Lex Luthor when he could be Batman. He's choosing to be the bad guy and do nothing with his money. I want Bezos to buy the team strictly so they can be named the Washington Space Force Commanders. That's all. That's I don't care good. about anything That's else. Super good. I don't care about anything else. That is good. You know what's interesting about like world hunger too? World hunger is not like a scarcity thing of food. There's food. It's a logistics nightmare. Logistics distribution. It's a distribution problem. And if yeah. you have spaceships, shouldn't you be able to distribute stuff? Uh, Amazon drones. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's scary the way you said it like that. Yeah. Oh, my inflection. It got really. It got yeah. very real for me just uh, in a moment. Oh, you didn't realize like this Black Mirror like horror story is going to happen soon. On, by the way, on a cliff on the west side of our town is where they're gonna. The robots are gonna take over Albuquerque. Have you seen that giant Amazon warehouse? Huge. I think just filled with a bunch of different sized drones. I like how that is like new. To, so I grew up in the Midwest. There's one of those every every 50 miles. Yeah, which is like terrifying. You drive from Indianapolis to St. Louis, you're gonna go past 12 of them, and you're like, what? You're like, 50 times. Oh my God, that works out perfect. Drones and self-driving trucks are just going to drop off a bunch of commander's merch at your house without <laughs> consent. <laughs> if you are Washington Guardians fan right now, what's your energy? Yeah, who do you want? They're happy. Like, are, who would be? They're happy, preferred? right? They're happy. They're happy. They hate Snyder. <laughs> people have been trying to. Oh yeah, yeah people are trying to get rid of Dan Snyder for. Ten years. There was if like not a, more. There's like a group, Robert, of Washington Guardians fans who are like, "Hey, we will buy season tickets to the Colts and give them away to Colts fans because now we're such a fan of Jim Irsay as well." Mm. Like that. That's like Bills Mafia style support. That's yeah. like really going out there and doing that thing. You know who's not happy though? It's Cowboys fan. It's Eagles fan. It's Giants fan. Yeah. Because this is going to put the Guardians in the mix. <laughs> Somebody with more money. I mean, who who would be the perfect fit? Bezos is the obvious answer. Right. The obvious one. But also, is this a, just like a shrewd business move, like regardless of all the other weird stuff going on, where Dan Snyder bought out that ownership a year ago just so he could sell it again and get a little bit of like capital, build a brand-new stadium, re-cement himself as that presence in the NFL, and walk into whatever – closed door uh meeting at whatever fancy hotel and say i'm still here boys and just throw his forearm down on the desk no because he doesn't want to spend any money on any real infrastructure or building an uh, actual competitive franchise he just wants to duct tape it like he did that one railing that almost killed a guy excellent point mm-hmm. thank you he didn't duct tape it he zip tied it but you get my point he tried to kill a guy he tried to kill a guy then he just zip-tied the murder weapon. <laughs> Rob, Robert, when we get back, and I don't want to surprise you with it. Okay. But when we get back, for the first time, I believe, in the history of this incarnation of the program, which is now over one year, we're going to talk NASCAR racing. Okay. I'm going to mute my mic. That's <laughs> 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 We are apparently the most Mario Kart move of all time. Happened over the weekend. And we're going to tell you that it was a big deal, but I don't know why, I don't know how, and I'm going to give you a reaction. Arms up emoji over here. Robert, (laughs) did you see this highlight yet? No. 
if you Google NASCAR, I'm sure it's the only thing that will come up because it's the only thing in NASCAR since, like, the Intimidator. But it's the best story, I think, in the sports world right now because all the other stories are, like, Michigan State and the Nets, and I don't want to talk about them. Trying to have a good day. It's two men on, 95.9. We're going to try our best, okay? As much as I know about pro wrestling is as little as I know about NASCAR. Uh, For me, it's both. (laughs) (laughs) 505-246-0610. Is it Ross or Russ? The the cat? Chastain. What is it? Russ Chastain? I think it's Ross. Ross Chastain. Ross. Ross. Like like to dress for less. Yes. To drive for less, Chastain. 505-246-0610. Are you a hardcore NASCAR junkie? Tell me the impact of this. The- How unprecedented is this? Because I, in my limited knowledge, have never seen anybody go full Ricky Bobby and just put his life and his car on the line to move up a couple spots in a in a race. I think we got to break down a couple things before we go into the impact, okay? So just so you guys are both clear, this is the final lap of the Xfinity 500. Oh, okay. Robert, did you, the 500, do you hear that? I heard it. So I believe that means there's probably 500 miles or 500 laps or those are the same, but I can't tell you. I'm not going to say either way. So let's, I'm scared I'm going to get it wrong. I think I know the answer. But I'm scared to get it wrong. So let's just go under your understanding, and we'll present that as fact. It's 500 laps. 500 laps, Robert. Okay. okay? <laughs> All right. So, it's, But I'm not sure. Let's clarify this. Oh, man. <laughs> so after 499 laps. Which our, is a lot of laps Which already. is a lot of laps. Our hero, Ross Chastain, he – has to finish in the top five. He doesn't have to win, boys. Correct. So don't, like, because we are idiots, the three of us, and we think to win a race you have to be in first. You ain't first, you're last. I, well, I also don't know if that's true. Because mm-hmm. apparently you can be fifth but be first. So, Rossi boy, Chastain, and also, do you guys know how the car <coughs> numbers work? Because he's number one. Does that make him the best one? That's exciting. I think you just choose it, right? I don't know. Is anyone wearing 20, or is, did that retire with Jeff Gordon? Honestly, I have no idea. I mean, you, you're asking questions about NASCAR <laughs> to a person who knows nothing about NASCAR. Christopher Bell wears, even, has 20. I wasn't even sure of the most basic rule of how, many, how long does it last. <laughs> Robert, this is not part of your community, right, NASCAR? Nah. All right. So I have a synopsis here. You got the one? What are you talking about? You got Bubba. His name Who's is Bubba? Bubba. So that's a hard nah. <laughs> no, he's actually, you know what? He signed with Jordan, so he might. You know, he got. He took the back doorway in. Yeah, he's that dude. So in the final lap, Bubba is not that dude. The dude is Ross Chastain. Yeah. Ross, so, Rossy Bobby. From here on out is oh, what I'm going to call you. Oh, thank you. That's very good. Good one. Yeah. Good yeah. Thank you. So, Rossi Bobby <laughs> has to go from, I believe it's 11th or 10th, can't tell you which, yeah. to 5th Correct. to get into the mix. Now, also, the playoff mix for next week, because the top four dudes, I guess, yeah. are in the mix. Now, does this knock someone out of the top four? Probably. Yes. But I don't know that loser's story. No, no. 
No clue. So here's the deal. In order to make the final four of next week's season-ending championship race, the only drivers with a chance to win the season overall, and this guy is like one of those dudes, have to finish in that top five. Okay. So he then gasses it in the final turn of the 500th lap or 599, and he sets the track record for lap time <laughs> in the final second because he, Robert, he drives his fender into the wall Puts two wheels up on the side of the wall. <laughs> I don't know if that's hyperbole or not. It's a sprinkle of hyperbole, but I see it. And then just like hammer down, like grinds like a skate, like Tony Hawk's the wall. Yeah, correct. Into Speaking- not first place, does not win. No. But into fifth place. Which is the amount of points that he needed to be in the season championship or whatever the hell it's called. Look. I, I blame the video games, Fred. That's a Mario Kart move, if I've ever seen one. I believe he said, Rossi Bobby said, that that's a thing he used to do in, like, NASCAR 2K. Okay. I was going to say, I learned. you guys are at main event. That's how I race every one of those games there. <coughs> yes. But you don't have a million-dollar NASCAR he got, this guy just threw his own personal safety to the wind. He threw his car to the wind and said, F it, boys, I am going for it. Sounds like Put a competitor to me. Put his car up against the wall and hit the gas. Sounds like a competitor to me. <laughs> so this is obviously the most. And by this race coming up this weekend, am I going to watch it? No. No. no we're busy. Not a chance. Busy. Zero no. percent chance. No. Senior night at Highlands. we got stuff no. going on. Yeah. Football team. But apparently this move, which is now the new hotness, which makes everything happen, it will immediately be outlawed. <laughs> <laughs> what part of it is outlawed? How is that illegal? Dog, he you have be- a car. They have a wall. This is fine. You know what he this beat- move is? Yeah. This move is Kenny Picking, Pickens trying to fake slide, and he doesn't, and he gets more yardage. That's the same Smart. thing. Okay. Because the very next Great day it was, it was outlawed. I like that a lot. Ross, Rossi Bobby, <laughs> who's actually named Ross Chastain, is calling this a hail melon. I don't even know what that means. Not a clue. No idea. But I'm into that. Also, this, he beat that, rap, that lap record by 18 seconds. Wow. That's a lot. It seems like a lot. It's- Wow. All you have to do is not care about your own personal safety, the safety of your fellow drivers, the status of your car, or the lovely people there watching. That's all you got to do is just put everyone in danger. I think, boys, you also are legally allowed to wreck like the leader of a race. Yes. What, how is this different? I don't understand why it's bad. Did you see how what happy? Daryl Waltrip say? Did you see how happy his pit crew was? No, of course I did not. They were happy. I watched it during the break. They act like they won the Super Bowl or of NASCAR, whatever that is. <laughs> Super Bowl <laughs> of NASCAR. I love how intricate we are on the details of NASCAR in this Rob, Robert's like, 500 laps? I don't know. What's it called? Super Bowl? So, I don't know. Everyone knows that Rossi Bobby, He uh, so we put Florida Man in the car, and he went out there. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's what this is, though. And yeah. so, hey, hey, he, Rossi, Rossi Bobby pulled in for a pit stop when he wasn't looking. I just rubbed a bunch of methamphetamines on his guns. Uh-huh. Sent him back out there. <laughs> oh, Go man. get him, Rossi. <laughs> I alerted the local authorities of some <laughs> transgression in his behavior at a local park the night before. And you're like, what? what are you going on about? Oh, Rossi Bobby. I got a raccoon, and, a, and I thumped him right on his nuggets, and I threw him in the car <laughs> with Rossi Bobby. That's how he did it. It was crazy. Yeah. The, sec- the secret to success is wild raccoons in the car. Robert goes, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. <laughs> so we just recognize, we just witnessed history. We, none of us saw it live. We just witnessed history. And now NASCAR is going to ban it, but they're going to use it in every promotional video they create for the remainder of the. It's like in the NFL when they eliminate like big hits, and you go back and watch like NFL films highlights yeah. from the '70s, yeah. and you're like, "That's personal foul. That's personal foul. Sure, that's personal foul." They they won't show Roquan Smith doing it, but they'll give you highlights of Jack Tatum all day. Those, by the way, by the way, isn't this isn't this exactly how they got Dale? Like he didn't put that into the equation, did they? Oh, so man. Dale's he, he they put they put oh. Dale up against the wall, right? Dale's problem yeah, he is did it, he did it voluntarily. Dale wasn't wearing the horse collar, yeah, because he was grandfathered in. Also illegal now, no horse collar tackling. That's football again. <laughs> oh, whoops, sorry. <laughs> you keep keep drifting towards football. The same way that Rossi Bobby drifted into the wall oh, to nice. go from tenth to fifth at the Timex Five Hundred. What was it called? The, the, I, I already lost the name of the thing, 500. Look, I know NASCAR is super popular. It's huge here. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's gigantic. It makes so much money. The events themselves, I would like to see one live. It's way, it's on my bucket list. It's way down, but it's on my bucket what list. What you just said is you want to get COVID for a third time. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Give me six months. I'll get it again. But it's a huge deal. And this guy is going to be an absolute legend in the NASCAR community now. He, this dude is never going to have to buy a drink. I don't know where he's from. I'm just going to say he's never going to have to buy a drink in the South ever again. He's a rock star in the NASCAR community after this stunt he pulled. I think it's genius. Uh, so people are calling it the greatest play in the history of NASCAR piloting. Driving, piloting, pilot. What? They're Driving? pilots. Come on. Pilots get off the air, don't they? Drivers drive. Drivers wheels stay on the ground. You're an F1 pilot. You're a NASCAR pilot. You're really? F- I don't know. Driver. I think you're just a driver. Oh. you got to say it like that, too. Driver. Well, I think that diminishes it a little bit because I can also drive. Driver? Not a NASCAR. I own a Mini Cooper. First, you will not fit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. Greatest, greatest play in the history of NASCAR. I had no idea. I'm glad social media told me. Also, I don't necessarily understand the impact. Also, uh, good luck to everyone this weekend, except for that guy that doesn't get to compete, who we still don't know the name of, because he got beat on the greatest play in the history of. All right, let's do this. Today's I-9 Varsity is the greatest plays in sports, okay? So today's I-9 Varsity is the greatest plays. We do a whole show on this, brother. In sports, okay? And now we won't do NASCAR because we already identified what it is. Cool, boys? Gotcha. We'll do that in the 6 o'clock hour. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610. The sports animal. Excellent. Welcome back to the program. 
live in main event. Hanging out with JDRF. It's game night with Katie Bone. 6.30. Come hang out for four hours. It's like 20 bucks. It is such a sweet deal. You get all the stuff. All and the two stuff. slices of pizza, brother. Two, two slices of za, bro? Yes. Za? All the games, all the laser tag. Handful of minutes away from the best DH in the history of baseball, Bryce Harper, beating up on the Houston Astros as he and his Philadelphia Phillies will be wearing the powder blue tonight, putting it on the um, the hated <coughs> losers, the the major league team for, for Sugarland. Are you talking about the team who has gone to six straight championship series? who is led by Albuquerque's own Alex Bregman, who is managed by the lovable loser Dusty Baker, who's never won a World Series championship. These are guys you want to root for. Jose Altuve, who's getting booed left and right every single stadium he goes to, and he didn't even cheat. Jose Altuve wasn't even one of the cheaters, and he still takes it for a team. He still goes out there. He's a champion. He's a leader in the locker room. He's a leader in the dugout. These are guys you should cheer for. That was five years ago. Grow up. Philly's the bad guys. These guys threw batteries at Santa Claus. Nah. Nah, Philly's the hero here. (laughs) Philly's absolutely the hero. The whole nation's rooting for him, especially after last night. Because I think a lot of people were of your boat. And, Robert, I, I don't think you were because I think you're like a conscientious and smart sports fan. But a lot <laughs> of friends of the show were like, hey, yeah, Houston's just going to go into Philly and put it on them. Yes, they still will. It's they, just one game. That's what you said after the last one, and now it's two. No, actually, it's, it's two, two games. games. Yeah, it's two games. COVID has them where he can't count. Game three is one game. Game three is not multiple games. It is a seven-game series. Houston will tie up the series tonight. Christian Javier is going to throw a gym. The Phillies are spent. Oh, okay. So I get it now. When you say one game, you mean of the last three that they've played, they've only won one game. Yeah, and they're going to win this one to even out the series, and Houston gets home field advantage back. Everything is right in the world. I don't know why you're freaking out. This is all falling right into our trap. So I believe (laughs) this stage is called denial, the one you're currently in. Um, no, that comes after the next loss. That's but right now, this is called optimism. That's what I'm doing. It's called optimism. Robert Kim Kershaw is yeah. going to join us whenever we get back. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> fill out the night here, main event, talk a little locker, five oh five, and how individuals can help, not just she, but we, and helping kids in the community. As I am going to give you an astonishing number on how many kids locker five oh five has helped up to date this semester. It's two men on live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Play on Team I-9 starter days at the YMCA of Central Mexico. Spend our afternoons over at the 669. We're the lunch. You know, it's all about the lunch over there. The weekends are for New Mexico's vodka, Teller Vodka, and Monday nights. That's how we sports page. We watch Monday Night Football. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We're live for main event, hanging out with JDRF. Having a real fun night with them. It's game night with Katie Bone. Show up like now. You get four hours of play for like under 20 bucks. A couple slices of za. You're giving it away. Main, under, main, no, ev- 
No it, profit margin here. There's also no just giving stuff away. There's no Astros game in front of us, which I love. Well, there is right here on my laptop. I'm waiting for the lovely people here at Main <laughs> Event to put one of these big screens on the Astros game. But you better believe I got it right in front of me right now. You boys won't believe it. We're just 22 short days away from Thanksgiving, which is also the 21st annual Turkey Trek supporting Locker 505. And joining us is Kim Kirshen to talk all about it. Kim, how are you? Welcome. I am well. How are you? Welcome back. We missed you. Well, I missed you being out. Yeah. I was here. You were out. You guys want me to step away for a second? Yeah. <laughs> Could you? Well, she's going to hang out and cheer for the Astros with me tonight. Not a real sentence. <laughs> it is a 5K, the turkey trek. That's 3.1 miles, Van, because you don't speak uh, foreign languages. And you, you can run. You can try. You can uh, walk. You can br- uh, bring a dog. Can you bring a dog? You can bring a dog. Absolutely. We had dogs out there last year. Oh, exciting. There you go. So, So, so you know. They don't go after the turkeys? They don't go after the turkeys. There's a turkey you chase? No. But you don't go along with you guys. It's not literal. Oh, okay. No, it's not literal. But we did have some itty-bitties out there, kids, doing the walk and the run. It's, you know, they get to do it. And then, you know, the parents. And we had families dressed up as pilgrims last year. It was pretty cute. Their kid was a turkey, and the mom and the dad were the pilgrims. That was kind of cute. So... If Robert was a Thanksgiving side, which one would he be? Mashed potatoes. That's you potato know what? Potato. I was going to say that. I was going to say mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know you, Robert. I got you. You know me well. <laughs> yeah, it, Robert is unheated can yams. No. Like he's like just off on the side. No, and no. see, I don't like yams, and I like Robert, so that's yeah, that's yeah. why I didn't oh, go. I'm not a huge right. sweet potatoes yams. I'm a huge stuff. sweet potato guy. I'd Same. probably be me. Uh, I'd, I'd probably be a sweet potato casserole. Robert is a, a Miracle Whip and peanut butter sandwich. No, we're not yeah. having this discussion I still say again. Smashed potatoes. <laughs> 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 we're not going down that road. No. Nah. Thirty dollar early <laughs> registration up until November seventeenth. Uh, if you wait till game day, which is Thursday, Thanksgiving day, Thanksgiving day, it's yep. fifty bones. Don't do that. No, do it now. Do it now. Register online. You can go to locker505.org. It literally redirects you right there at the very beginning to the event page. Uh, get your registration in. Do that thing. Be a part of the event. Lots of great sponsors involved with that. Pretty exciting stuff in your life right now. We do. When we have the logger lift this weekend, Ooh. a canteen, and that's good food. Good drink and good views. Just saying. What is good it's views? Kind of mean? fun yeah. to watch. What does that mean? The logger lift, yeah. watching them lift weights and stuff. That's not bad to watch. All right, got a little too sexual for me. No, I, <laughs> I'm just saying. Did you say too sexual for you, Robert? Help me. <laughs> I think it's the right amount of sexual. <laughs> but it is. It's a great day. They're there from eight to four. We'll be out there. You know, there'll be food deals and drink deals at Canteen Brewery. That's the downtown one, or is that or the industrial one? Or yeah, is that the industrial one, that made? one. Okay. Yeah, the industrial What's one. What's that all? Aztec, I believe. They've got a nice patio. Oh, it's super nice. Very yeah, nice it, they do. And if it's a little chilly, they have heaters out there for yes. early in the morning if it's a little chilly and stuff. They're not a sponsor of the show by any so. means. But I believe that, um, like, locals refer to that one as a pub. I feel like they that's like oh, a okay. local pub to them. I think that one's the canteen. Then well, they spread out another canteen because it's an Il Vicino place. Yes. For years and years and years yes. since the first time I went there, 
I've been calling it Al Pacino's canteen. Ooh, very nice. And no one knows what I'm talking about. Then I have to explain it. And we all know if you have to explain a joke, it's a bad <laughs> joke. It's not a good joke. It's not, it's not a, a good, good joke. Yeah. Work. But I've been leaning into it nevertheless. We talked about it before the break. You hit a fun milestone number today, today. With, with the number of students in the Albuquerque and surrounding communities that Locker 505 has helped service this semester. Do you want me to guess first before you tell me? Go ahead. A thousand. You've helped a thousand kids. Nope. More. More? What's the number? A thousand and forty-seven. That's all right. That's too specific. One thousand four hundred and eleven. Fifteen hundred kids. Oh, we're, we're headed to God. by the end of the week. We'll be at fifteen hundred. Yes, sir. The end of this week, you'll be by at fifteen hundred. By tomorrow and Friday, kids. we'll be at fifteen hundred kids. And the clothing drive and initiative is still going on in the Mexico Penny on Coffee, and you just wrapped up Socktober. We did with the we, fire department. How did that go? We are still picking up socks. There are so many. Yeah. So um, I'm sure we're going to be over the ten thousand mark easily. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. Uh, you know, we like to give the kids a week's worth of socks, you know. So um, that's the way we're able to continue to do that. And uh, and Penyon's also taking underwear, mm-hmm. right, new underwear. So they'll give you 10% off at New Mex- any of the New Mexico Penyons if you bring in new underwear. And that's a huge need for kids. It really, really is because it has to be new. And I don't know if you've purchased it. It's not cheap. And the other problem is right now it's hard to find. Really? Some of, yeah. Is Some there an the, underwear shortage? There is kind of. Like sriracha, kind, but underwear? <laughs> uh, yeah. Kind of like that. So that's been kind of a whole nother, whole nother issue. So um, if anybody's out there and they find those, you know, boxers or bikinis, we'll take them. Just about any size, really. But they do have to be new. We've had this conversation many a time. And in the not only new, but also new in the, the package. package. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Then it's very clear that it's well, that it's new. You were talking about the weak supply of socks and undergarments. Um, whenever you do, I don't know a word to use, uh, assist, service, help. I'm not sure what the when word is. When we serve the kids. Yeah, whenever you serve the kids. What do they leave with in totality? What is what is the going away package? Because I think it's been some time since we've hit on that. Okay, so they get uh, seven pairs of socks. <laughs> they get five pairs of underwear, five to six pairs of underwear, depending on su- supply. And they get four to five bottoms, meaning jeans, shorts, sweats, whatever, five to seven shirts. Again, what they want as far as long sleeve, short sleeve, a jacket um, and a new pair of shoes. And then, of course, hygiene items, school supplies, backpack. Um, They each get a toy. They get four books. They get a stuffed animal if they want. So we kind of package it all up and of course they get to select all of that so that's the big thing is they get to shop does we say shop in quotations air quotes because it's not really but they leave with basic basically a week's worth of clothing 6203 manal boulevard Boulevard northeast you can go see the new location it's right there across from the mall can't miss it you guys know good signage good presence well we're getting a bigger sign we're just waiting for the city to do the permits Oh. Well, you know, there's an election next week. I, mean, I know they're kind of busy. So, yeah. There's yeah. A lot going on. Yeah. So, run, hopefully, run. we'll get the permits and stuff. One other quick mention. Yeah. Daniels, air conditioning, plumbing, heating. Okay. If, I'm very familiar. I see their commercials. Yes. Yeah. So, they are giving us $50 through November, through December, if you get a new air conditioning, heating uh, unit, we get $50, $50 Do off you have of to make that. mention of you? or nope. is it? 
Oh. So for every every single one, no matter what, no matter what, oh, for I every love one that. that they sell, well then get, starting November first, give them my number because I know my apartment complex has had a bunch one. of people out, and they're doing like all of them. Oh, geez. so like all the buildings. So we could See, really could do. Could you a, imagine? Yeah, we'll connect off air about that. So that's kind of that's kind of exciting that Daniels has stepped up to do that. It's also exciting uh, for us. That my apartment complex waited until November to replace heating units. <laughs> a little chilly at your place? Yeah, surprising whatsoever. What? It's how they do things, you know? Me and the girlfriend last night are like, hey, we should get a Christmas tree, you know, whatever. We got the new house, got the whole thing. We're going to this conversation. And I'm like, we, couldn't we have this conversation six months ago when they were considerably cheaper? <laughs> Who waits to November to buy a Christmas tree? What were you going to do, like? Buy a tree and plant it and let it grow for six months and then chop it down? I'm not going to ever, ever own a real Christmas tree. Oh, I see what mm. you're saying. He's going down the artificial. What you should have done is bought it last year after Christmas mm-hmm. and just had it. Well, That's when they're they really just reasonable. Away on yeah. 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 Also this, I don't really believe in Jesus, so why would I buy a real tree for Christmas? Like I just, I get like, I keep it all superficial. Again, you should have bought it last year. What I should do is, our Father, our Lord in Heaven, find me a cheap tree. I don't think it works like that. I'm a that. big JC fan myself. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm not <laughs> sure yeah. that's the... You, that's something you ask Santa for. <laughs> oh, there you go. You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> I have a December birthday, so I don't put my tree up till late. I'm not going to have a tree up in my home before I celebrate my birthday. Are you kidding me? Stealing my spotlight? Literally stealing my Christmas lights. It's all about you. Thank you. For, thank you for finally. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Final words, Kim, before we catch loose. Just thank you to, to you know, uh, Bernalillo County and all the other counties we're serving for your support. And, of course, you guys. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you having us on and, you know, letting us let people know what's going on with Locker 505. Love it. 1,500 kids. That's crazy. By Friday. So many kids. Los Angeles Rams news when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Live at Main Event, game night with Katie Bone. We're having a lot of fun with it. This party is, um, well, it's, it's super happening. I don't know it's how to It's rocking, it. baby. There's kind of low-key a lot of people here. There's a lot of people right next to us. There's a lot of them. All right, here's the best story I heard today in the world of duh, okay? Okay. So Albert Breer who you're familiar with because he reports on the NFL all the time. So Albert Breer is saying this. Los Angeles Rams head coach Sean McVay's future with the team is tied to the quote-unquote core group of Donald, Cup, Stafford, and Ramsey. And in all likelihood, after that group leaves, McVay is retiring. Smart. Well, they're not Great all play. they're not all leaving at the same time, though. Yes, they will all leave after this year. It's a <laughs> This is a terrible team. <laughs> Sean McVay played the system. He did. He tricked Stein Kroenke into everything. He mortgaged the future of the team so that he could get a Super Bowl, that he could get TV jobs forever, and keep allegedly falling in love with TV reporters. Sean McVay is 36. This is not retiring down the road. This is retiring by the time you're 37. Well, he was going to walk away after he won the Super Bowl. He already had to be talked into coming back once. 
literally Aaron Donald had to talk him into coming back. Aaron Donald said, the only way I'm coming back if it's Sean McVay's my coach, then the rest of the team talked him into it to come back. This isn't new news. Sean McVay wants to retire already. He's been at the top of the mountain. He doesn't want to be a career coach like a Belichick or whatever. Pick pick your lifer. So I think it's cool. He, he does this. Top of the mountain. That's your profession. Go do something else. Prove yourself again somewhere else. No, I think uh, he just wants out of L.A. He wants away from the Rams. He's going to mm-hmm. sit down. Give, he'll sit down, go to the booth a couple years. He'll be back. He's too young. He will – I don't think he'll be back, though. I think he'll go like the – like, who's the name of the cat in Pittsburgh? The coach? Bill Cower. Bill Cower. Uh. Bill Cower left, and he was gone. Ah, but Cower wasn't that young, though. Sean McVay just married, like, a Ukrainian model. Sean McVay does not care about football. You know how I know? I've seen his football team play. <laughs> They just won the Super Bowl. That was years ago. That was months ago. <laughs> it was it, less it, than a year ago. It seems, we were there. It seems like a decade ago. <laughs> they're, they're playing guys, that bad. They're playing that you bad. You guys are crazy. This is the boss move right here. You already got a friggin' Super Bowl. You're already, like, respected in your field. No. You married a Ukrainian supermodel. I'll tell you where this comes from. He saw Tom Brady get divorced by Giselle, and he's like, no way I'm losing my supermodel. If she wants me to retire, I'll friggin' retire. Yes, I agree. Adios, Los Angeles. Well, actually, I see it uh, the exact opposite, but he does look at the Brady model of not to have a play on words, but he sees how Brady (laughs) did it. He knows his team is garbage, so he's going to leave his team, go find another good team to win more championships. Hey, but it's not the way you're describing, Robert, because he's, he's not – Van, you're wrong. He's not taking out the Brady model. Robert, you're wrong. He's not going to find another team. He's taking out the John Gruden model. He's claiming retirement, and some idiot team will pay him to go for 15 years yeah. and $150 million, mm. and that will be the move. If he's going to coach football, he's going to coach football for the Rams. Why wouldn't you want to be in Los Angeles? You already want a trophy there. You know the owner wants to spend money and keep winning. They're going to do whatever they can every year. The Rams will eventually become the Dodgers of football, and they'll boost up their salary cap every year, and they'll make tons of money. And if you're going to coach, that's one of the best places to coach right now. Nah. But also – oh, go ahead, Rob. Nah, because there's no fan base. Okay, uh, hold on. It, it, it's not I see. Zero. I see what's going on here. Look at the objective reporter here zero. trying to think about this from all sides and come to a reasonable conclusion. Robert, you're just butt hurt because they're better than your Chargers. Fred, you're just butt hurt because they left St. Louis. Both of you are thinking about this through your rose-colored glasses of your hurt feelings. You're, you're, you're right. I want him on my team. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to retire yesterday. <laughs> hey, also strong possibility, he just don't love it. Like, he don't love the game, which, by the way, I get. It's People who claim to love their jobs are liars or losers, and I don't know which. 
And he don't. Hey, Fred, what do you think about your job? Me? Pays the bills. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> At least that's reasonable. I get by. It's not very McVeighian of you. It's a, and I'm also I subscribe to that thing too, right? Like we we have this conversation kind of often where it's I'm not a work life balance guy. I'm just a life guy. Like I incorporate my work in all aspects of my life. I incorporate my life in all aspects of my work. Sure. I get that that's similar in the world of coaching, but how tough of a pill is it to swallow for weirdo? Los Angeles Rams of San Jose, California, uh, south of Redding, fan to go, oh, that thing that I'm obsessed with, that thing I love so very much in the whole world, the guy that leads it, he don't care. Like, what, what is that life? I don't care how much you care about your career. I don't care how much passion you have for this sport that you coach. The Ukrainian supermodel wins the argument every time yeah every time you already got the money you already got the success mm-hmm. you already got the fame you did all that listen scarface gave you the friggin' playbook first you'll get the money yes then you'll get the power Why are you doing scott hall well then you'll get the respect then you'll get the woman he's done it all he got his ukrainian supermodel mm-hmm. and like cash in the chips get a house in friggin' never Co- kokomo hey, or whatever never get a house just go. Get go a, wherever you want all the time. Get a Via in Kokomo and then your own personal pilot. I love that. Hey, you, you want to go to the World Series game? You can. You don't have to coach that week. I hey. was about to just go crazy here because I thought Kyle Tucker hit a home run out of the corner of my eye, but that was a highlight of game one. <laughs> we already hit two dingers off of this pitcher. If you want to go. Kyle, to- Kyle Tucker's solo home run right now. Odds on oh, favorite z- for what's about to happen. Look Nola, at that, look Nola, at that fear Nola in Aaron Nola's BBs. eyes. He fouled BBs. it straight back. He is right on this pitch. It, oh, my gosh. It was a two, like, slow bouncer foul down the third baseline. It was garbage. It came off the bat faster Robert, than it came in. He was so slow off the shoulder <laughs> with the bat. Like, there was 0% chance that thing was going anywhere to right field. Look, I, I know – um, a lot of stuff about sports psychology, Fred, and, you know, I know a lot about mental health. What I'm seeing on Philly's pitcher Aaron Nola's face right now, that's just fear. That's all that is. That's pure, unadulterated so Your diagnosis is close. Fear. What it is, it's not fear. It's confusion because he thought this was a World Series caliber team he was going to be playing against. But he's, uh, Oh, the team that lit him up for five runs last time he was on the mound? The team- Interesting. Hot take. Oh, you're talking about the team that he allowed to put some numbers on him so that the rest of his squad could see how to beat these guys? Oh, my God, that stand-up double that Kyle Tucker just hit off of that loser. He got lucky. He should have been a catcher like his brother. Sean McVay (laughs) is the Houston Astros of coaching. He's a champion, and he's there every year? Huh. And he's at the end of the run. a wonderful compliment. At the end of the run, and it's over for him. Oh, man, are you saying my Astros married a Ukrainian supermodel? You have one pitcher who married a supermodel. That's pretty good. No matter how many pitchers you have, if a percent of them yep. are married to supermodels, you're doing very good. Yeah. Also, lastly, like in this Sean McVay stuff, don't tie your wagon to the four horses that are Aaron Donald, who is insanely past his prime, Cooper Cup, who might not catch Aaron another Donald's pass still the all best year. defensive lineman. Matt Stafford who is bottom-tier quarterback. Very much bottom-tier. just stole third. 
Just stole third and with right, one out. He did not steal balls. third. It was hard hit to third, force out at first, and then he advanced on the throw to first, which is the opposite of a steal, which shows your lack of knowledge for the game of baseball because you're a fair-weather fan for this team that isn't worth a joke. Well, I'm trying to do a radio show here. I saw it out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> I don't even know Ramsey's first name. That's how little, little of a contributor he is to this football team. Uh, I agree on uh, Stafford. Stafford looks horrible. <laughs> that one part, that's... <laughs> yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you Stafford. He looks like a shell of himself. You're like, yeah, he suck. He got he got his trophy. He got his ring last year, and then he just ate potato chips on the couch. Where's his wife from? Ukraine. All off season. Whenever we get back, more two minutes on that. five point nine FM and eight six ten. The sports animal. Twelve new places yesterday. So 12 same faces, 12 new places, as the trade deadline in the NFL was as good as it has been, I think, in my entire adult life of understanding sport. I mean, now, there's obviously been some bigger trade deadline deals and some more newsworthy trade deadline deals. This is like the the most voluminous trade deadline. It's the most prolific trade deadline. I haven't seen that much movement as long as I could remember. I don't know if there is a single in-season one that's bigger outside of that champ bailey clinton portis one for however many years ago i to me this might be the one one it what's interesting about this one is your green bay packers because the nfc north did a ton of stuff interdivision wise everyone was adding or, or or buying or selling or whatever yeah and the packers wouldn't even come off of a second-round and mid-round pick for Jerry Judy. So it's being reported that Green Bay reached out about getting Jerry Judy, but Denver wasn't interested in anything less than a second and a fifth, and there's currently a bunch of fourth-round draft picks in Green Bay. Explain to me, boys, how Green Bay doesn't pull the trigger on a guy that could contribute to winning. I, I don't get it. I don't understand why they're not helping support your franchise quarterback who only has a couple more good years left i don't see aaron Rodgers being as effective as tom brady for as long he's the regular season goat and i don't understand why you don't get him the pieces to help them make a big super bowl run maybe they have all their chips ready for love to be the quarterback <laughs> oh gosh I'm, I'm saying Get they're, rid of they're, yeah they're seeing the writing on the wall and it's like hey we've done what we can we come to the end of this road i don't know if i hate that robert i and i hadn't necessarily gone down that thought process because to me it just seemed like a plant story by the front office of green bay to be like oh we did make we an tried. effort we tried but i think it backfires in two ways because number one i think it backfires in this aspect which is didn't try hard enough and you look like a fool because, number one, Jerry Judy ain't that good, but he better than everything you got. And then, number two, you are setting up for Jordan Love. Like, you are on to the next step. You know that you've already lost Aaron Rodgers mentally, and you're physically going to lose him from your locker room next year. Well, he's still got another year. I mean, it's not like the offseason and he's gone. He's still under contract for another year. But That's not a retiring order. Knowing, knowing that you've got <laughs> top three quarterback – in the NFL, back-to-back MVP of the league, and you don't get them studs to throw to? Look, 
as far as getting rid of Devontae Adams, I get it. You got a bunch of pieces for him. You're not willing to pay him $40 million a year. I get it from a front office standpoint. But you got to replace Devontae Adams with people who are competent. Hey, this Dobbs kid, I think he's going to be good. Christian Watson, I think he's going to be good. Not this year, not when they need him. It's going to take a lot more it's going to take a lot more time to v- develop these guys into the players that you could see them being down the road. He needs help now. Who, he being Aaron Rodgers? Correct. But the, the take that you're not taking because you're such an Aaron Rodgers fan because you're such a Green Bay Packers fan is Green Bay, the organization, does not want him there. And they're creating such a mediocre environment yep. that he will be forced to retire from the game. Yeah, that's not the take. They just didn't give him enough wide receiver help. I mean, that's all it is right there. And that's the only skill group that is below NFL average on the Packers. The Packers have put their team in a position for success except for no. the wide receiver position. But you got to look at it like this. They had, they've had some injuries. They had injuries on the offensive line. That's being shored up. They're getting a softer part of their schedule. They're going to go on a winning streak. They're built to run the ball and play off the run. They don't need Aaron Rodgers to throw the ball 40 times. But if they are in a position because of the game plan to need Aaron Rodgers to throw 40 times, he doesn't have anyone to throw to. Well, that's the issue, though, Van. Aaron Rodgers is looking around the league. Tua, they they have him weaponed up. You look at what they got with Mahomes. Mahomes weaponed up. Josh Allen weaponed up. Look. Aaron Rodgers is looking at all that and is like, where are my weapons? Where are my toys? I feel like the I feel like you, Fred, the organization is sabotaging it. They're like, hey, we're done with and Aaron, you. And Aaron Rodgers isn't prime Aaron Rodgers is not what prime Tom Brady was, where you could just turn punt returners into wide receivers. Right. Rodgers like, has been doing that his whole career. No, he did it early in his career with one guy from Kansas State. He done it with everyone he's played with in his career. Adams is you not have that. you have a problem with recency bias right now. Not at all. That what I'm trying to give you is the the cat from Kansas State. What was his name? Nelson. Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson was a garbage wide receiver that Aaron Rodgers helped be like leave like returning punts to become like a very decent player. Yeah, he but, did that with everybody. But there's no Greg, one else. Greg Jennings. No, Greg Jennings was a wide receiver. Devontae Adams was a wide receiver. And that's currently they have a bunch of athletes down there that are uh, similar to Jordy Nelson where Aaron Rodgers can't throw them into wide receivers. Because they drop the ball and they run the wrong routes. It's a pretty easy thing to see on the field. Well, and that's what I'm saying is like, give me two seconds on that, Rob, is the way Tom Brady was able to do it over and over and over again, I don't think that'll ever be replicated by anyone because Tom Brady was that special. But I think Green Bay was trying to, like, duplicate that recipe and it can't be done. He, Aaron Rodgers has literally already done it. You can't say it can't be done when he's literally already done that exact thing. With one guy. With multiple wide receivers. Uh, the other ones are wide receivers. I'm talking about because right now they don't have wide receivers. they got really good athletes. they got guys who can run and put their hands up. But like you said, they can't catch it and they can't run the right way. Yeah, they can't read a defense. They can't run the no. right route. They're doing way too many drops. And it's way different. Than, you know what it's like whenever you catch a kick, like a punter or whatever, and you're looking for lanes to run. That's a different skill set than looking to, like, find holes in defense. Friend of the show, Wayne, is joining us. Wayne, how are you, brother? 
Hey, it's good to hear from you guys again. Hey, I, 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 did you watch any of the, uh, like, uh, the, the whole trade show kind of thing? They made a pretty big spe spectacular kind of thing. It was kind of, actually kind of cool to watch. But it was kind of sad to watch, though. Aaron Rodgers was on one of those shows. He's like, I'm really excited. Uh, I think there's going to be some big news coming for us. He was really thinking that they were going to get him some help, and they never did. But it was really sad because he was even really, like, pushing the whole agenda, thinking that there was going to be some moves to get him some athletes, and there was nothing ever happened for him. But the same thing for Tom Brady. Tom Brady did work with his, his receivers, even the, the young ones or the guys who weren't really as talented. He spent the time to work with them, and Aaron Rodgers hasn't been able to – hasn't wanted to put in that effort or time into that. And that's how you learn how to catch their balls better, learn what kind of balls coming to you, um, learn the chemistry within your quarterback to run the better routes. I think that comes with just working with your quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't always put that same effort into it as Tom Brady did, hence the reason why he had more success than, than, than Aaron Rodgers. But I agree with you. It was probably the probably most exciting. I think it was the most televised one I've seen in years as far as them making it more of a, spect uh, a spectacle than it really was. But uh, it was interesting moves, but I still think the biggest trade was definitely when the Patriots traded their draft picks for Randy Moss. But – uh, but that oh, that was all that was also oh, a call. trade. It wasn't really the deadline thing, but that that's probably right. one of one of the exciting ones. Oh, of course, of course, Eli Manning too, uh, and uh, and uh, homeboy uh, Rivers. Uh, that was probably a big uh, trade swap too. But uh, but it, even so, it was still exciting to watch. But I I just don't know if you got a chance to watch Aaron Rodgers kind of um, pushing the agenda, and nothing ever even came of it. Hey, great call, Wayne. Really appreciate that. So. To talk about your second point, I agree completely. Aaron Rodgers is a, hey, you're a professional, do your job guy. And he did not put out the effort to work with these young wide receivers and these free agents they brought in. He came in assuming that they're professionals and didn't didn't put out the effort to make them part of the fold. That, that relationship that him and Devontae Adams, that was multiple years of working together. You can't expect... I don't care how talented the dude is you bring. You can't expect a wide receiver just to have that immediate impact. I mean, if you got a guy the level of Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams who left, who's having a down season with Derek Carr? Let's say that. He's not having a an Adams-Rogers season. So that I agree with. The first part, the Packers were getting squeezed by the trade market because it's very apparent that's what misses. That's what's missing from the Packers organization being a Super Bowl contender again is that super soft wide receiver group, and everyone was trying to squeeze the Packers into overpaying for middle wide receivers. There were no elite wide receivers on the market that deserve a first pick, deserve a second round pick, you know. So they were trying to pay top shelf prices for these middle shelf guys and. Good on the Packers organization for not getting fleeced, but you have to do something. But yeah, what's interesting to me about even that sentence with good on the organization is I feel and I don't know if you're doing it on purpose or on presentation, but it's it's absolutely like co condemning them for number one, allowing themselves to be in that situation, and then number two, n believing that the skill set of Aaron Rodgers is adaptive enough to bring in, like, quote-unquote, off-the-street guys. Because to me it seems either out of ignorance or by choice 
front office of Green Bay Packer is not interested in helping Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packer on the field. I think that's that's literally my current takeaway from them. They're not doing it right when historically they've done it right for so very long. Well, I mean, the Packers organization does it right for scouting, for player development, for working within their means. They're great at that. The Packers organization very rarely in the history of their whole franchise makes big free agent acquisitions. They hardly ever Reggie make White. big splash trades. Name a second one. Of, like, big free agents? No. Doesn't exist. Reggie White's the only one in their friggin' franchise that they've ever really stuck their neck out for. That's not what the Packers organization does. And you saw it again during this trade deadline. You know you have a friggin' deficit. And not only it's not part of the Packers' culture to go after big names and make big splash moves, it's literally logistically harder for the Packers to make these moves because it's not like you just have a GM. You have a whole board. Well, you have a financial board. You have a uh, play competition board. You well, have maybe that's part of the failure too, though, or they don't have a guy in place who can. Who can, yeah. It's, you got you got multiple people making that decision. I'm seeing a I'm seeing just like a structural and front office and corporate failure at every aspect that's being described. Hold on, but hold on, again, man. Van, you can't just say Reggie White. You must have forgot. You forgot about Charles Woodson. You forgot about yeah. Uh, what's what was his Charles name? Charles Woodson Juli- was washed up. Julius Peppers. You forgot about Peppers Desmond, was washed up. Desmond Howard. Oh, see, all pennies on the dollar for these aging veterans. Like, the only big splash they ever had was Reggie White. They got those other guys on the tail end of their careers. Well, Jordan Love was a big move, although not a free agent. See, move, that was a Come on, Desmond Howard was the MVP of the Super Bowl. Yeah. He got lucky once. <laughs> <laughs> worked out for Today, it's mostly the blockers they surrounded him with. Today's I-9 varsity, whatever we get back, is the I-9 varsity of best plays in – all sports. This is uh, steamed off of what's our guy's name, Rossi Bobby. Yep. Yes. Who who had the best play in the history of NASCAR just three or four days ago? I don't really know what day they run NASCAR races. Two men on ninety five point nine FM and our AM six ten. The sports animal. Today's I nine varsity contact I nine sports league office two eighty and I nine sports dot com five zero five three one two forty nine ninety nine. Get your kids involved in. Some athletics currently taking registrations for their fall programs, including basketball, tennis, cheerleading, volleyball, and the adjacent. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of best sports in the hit, best plays in the history of a sport, and it's because NASCAR just had theirs. Who wants to go first? Kick off, buddy. All right, I will go first. The best play in the history of college football is the 2007 Fiesta Bowl where Boise State runs the Statue of Liberty play with Ian Johnson against the Oklahoma Sooners. And then after they score, he goes and proposes to his cheerleader girlfriend on the sideline. Let's go. You stole mine. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, that was going to be your leadoff hitter? Yeah. So I'll pick pick one. I got one. Uh, Is it Vince Young? The Stanford Band play. Oh, that's very big. That's just, a very good one. I like that one. D- Doug Flutie in Boston College and the whole thing involved with it, very good answer. Van. First on my I-9 varsity of the best plays in the history of sport, I'm going to go with the sacrifice bunt. You know how <laughs> much it takes for you to just secede your at-bat? You're just giving up for the sake of your team. 
who knows? You could have hit a double. You could have hit a home run. You could have done any number of things, but you choose to be the better man for your team, and you lay down a bunt and sacrifice that runner over. Are you describing teamwork? Yes, I am. <laughs> it is a great play. Pretty good answer. Thank you. The actual best play in the history of baseball is game six of the 2011 World Series when David Fries hit a walk-off home run with Lance Berkman standing on second base to send them boys to a final and deciding game seven of the World Series with the St. Louis Cardinals will go on to win against the Texas Rangers. It's David freaking Fries, and I'll see you tomorrow night. No, that is not the correct answer for baseball. (laughs) That answer is Joe Carter's home run in game six of the 93 World Series. That was the Very one. Good answer. That's, that's the one. strong. That's strong work, Super right there. Super good answer. Next on my I nine varsity of the best plays in the history of sport, I'm going to go with the stolen base. Because it's you get to you get to steal from the other team. It's not just a normal play that happens every day. Not everyone can pull it off. This play isn't for mere mortals. You have to have the vision. You have to have the scouting, and of course, you have to have the speed to pull it off and the second that runner takes off and the catcher sees him takes that pitch in and unloads it there's this cloud of uncertainty in the air is he going to be out is he going to be safe anything could happen in that split second give me the stolen base i love it so much brandy chastain penalty kicks stole mine Is that another one off your list, Robert? Yeah, she was next for me. Go ahead, Fred. No, you can have it. Take it. (laughs) Brandy Chastain. There you go. On the fifth penalty kick. I don't remember the year, but I remember watching this live. And I was shirtless as well. Nice. Also that same summer, Michael Jordan pushed Byron Russell to the side with his left hand, popped a jumper at the free throw line, extended. Offensive is how you're calling it. It's a foul. Hit the best jumper in the history of basketball. I think that one is also in the mix. Van, what do you got? Next on my I-9 varsity of the greatest plays in the history of sport. I'm going with striking out the side. That pure domination for three straight outs where you get three strikes or more sometimes on each batter. Just that little glimpse of absolute domination by the pitcher on the mound who's throwing to a guy in armor and your only job is to put it in play and run around the bases because there's no other way that you get to score points in your game if you don't run all the way around the bases and if the opposing pitcher doesn't even allow you to put it in play all of the things mm. absolute domination all the things give me striking out the side all the things you're naming happen every game i don't understand what you're talking about that's None of them are special or unique. They are so special. In 1998, at King of the Ring, The Undertaker threw Mankind off Hell in a Cell 16 feet through an announcer's table. The greatest moment in the history of professional wrestling. By God, he broke him in half. Good one. Good one. Man, please say good one. Oh, that's a good one, buddy. That's a great one, actually. <laughs> I was watching Jordan Alvarez flex his warning track power. Still scoreless in Philly. Final words, boys? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie.
Robert? No, same time tomorrow. We'll be here. Only till 6, Lady Lobos basketball. Oh, how exciting. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Budakay.